Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Smart Wrestling Fan, the longest-running weekly pro wrestling podcast ever in history of human and universal aliens ever, whatever. Um, this is episode number, friends at smartwrestlingfan.com, I forgot to say that. This is episode number 830, if you can believe that. Um, joining us on this uh, episode today, we have, <laughs> he's back, Mr. Mutant Larry. No, he's not. He's dead in a ditch. Unless. Hello, Larry, are you there? What? Oh, I forgot how to do this. Oh my god, it's Larry. It is? Yes, it is. Wow. Guess what I am? I'm alive. I'm glad you're alive. So that's Not good. Not kicking, but I am alive. Yeah, that's good. So also, what I miss? You missed a lot. I mean, nothing with WWE, but you missed a lot of other stuff. Um, also on the program today... On the show. <gasps> Second Mr. Mutant Larry, is that you? That'd be so great. No, oh. disappointment. It's me. It's Octopus oh, Mask. It's Octopus like. Mask. But this is crazy. This combination of people has, have never uh, existed no. before in one uh, place. How long has it been since we did a three-man show? Three-man Three man, a three man tour, a three man tour. Um, I remember a three man tour. He was awesome in a WWE. He was really good. He was. He lost his first match by disqualification. Wouldn't what a stupid booking? How bad can you be? But yeah, it's been a long time. All right. Well, so. if you're more bull than man, or more man than bull. Oh, right. So more mandible. What if mandible Clark with an R? I think <laughs> mandible Clark. Is. That's my wrestling name, Mandible Clark. Okay, sounds good. Welcome, everyone. We're going to talk about wrestling this week. We have a we have three different companies worth of wrestling to review this week, so I'm I'm pretty excited. It's different. Speaking this of three-hour tours, galore. Yeah. This is, it's, I'm back on the show. Other things are back on the show. This is going to be weird. Yeah, we're happy you're alive, Larry. Welcome back. Hmm. I was okay. I was unhappy to be alive the whole time I was in the hospital. I really wow. considered my options. But after getting out of the hospital, I'm okay. Now, when I go back in the hospital, I won't be happy again. But oh. hey, that's kind of life. Wow. Well, we'll see how it goes, Larry. Yeah. I hope I've, it goes still okay. still time to die. Don't, don't count me out yet. No, we're not. But you sound so much better. The last time you were on the show, you were like, sounded sickly and all that. Was, so. was that a James Bond movie, Still Time oh, to Die? That's I think exactly so. what I was about to say. That sounds like the next James Bond. I know. Bond. Yeah. I heard you start. That and I'm like, he's it is. Yep. <laughs> Larry knows the jokes before the jokes land. So, yeah. I just don't know how to make them land, but I know. No, never. You, you, you practice. You get better. You never. Yeah. My joke telling is like that game. What was it? Lunar Launcher. What was the game? Lunar Lander. Was there more of a not really a game than that? Yeah, game? they just land on the platform at the end. So the game's over. Yeah, you're like, it's pretty I'm bad. Doing something here, but Atari had a lot of games like that where. There wasn't much to it, and if you try to play them now, try to play them now, it's not really a game. It's not much of a game at all. Yeah. It's kind See, of a joke. If, if I played Lunar Lander today, it would be a task. It would be a job. <laughs> Why do I have to do this again? It would be like mining Bitcoin. That's what, that is what mining Bitcoin should be. Yeah. Just playing Lunar oh, yeah. Lander, so you have to have human beings actually you do You should have to actually do something to mine them, yes. like sit there if with a... mine Bitcoins, you should have to play Lunar Lander for hours That's on true. End. I don't want the video card oh, doing all the work. Maybe even something productive. Wouldn't that be nice? Well, that would be... Oh, it would no, be nice doing this. something... But, but I mean, if you want to just do it for fun and exercise, maybe. Maybe you play, like, on the on a virtual, like, reality, like an Oculus or whatever, and then you have this 
the pickaxe controller, and you actually have to physically mine for the Bitcoin. I think that's how it should work. I thought you were saying virtually play Looter and Lander. Oh, no. that would be, I mean, you could do that, sitting too. Sitting at, at a control pad, pushing the button. Yeah, you're not only allowed to use a real control. You have to use a virtual one in a game. Yeah. What was the game you could play within? Could you play Grand Theft Auto, like the original, within Grand Theft Auto? Was that a thing? Or was there a Doom you could do that? That doesn't sound real. There was but... a Doom you could play the old Doom in. Yeah, like there was like a Doom console in your little base, and you could play Doom on the Doom console within Doom. That sounds real. Yeah. Yeah. It was real. Yeah. Wasn't there a Something Mario like where you could play Sonic or Versa Visa? I think you could play in Super Mario, you could play Sedgwick the Hodgepodge, but that was like a spoof of Sonic the Hedgehog. That's different. So none of that's real. Um we'll we'll talk about wrestling today, even though it sounds like we don't want to. Actually, two out of three we shows did. were actually good. So mm-hmm. And I'm trying to remember the last time we had two out of three shows to be good on this show. but Well, because we stuff it with WWE garbage. Usually yes, that's not that the case. We have to go back when SmackDown was actually decent. Right. And that, I don't remember when that was. But hey, some people still like SmackDown. And I want to be fair to SmackDown this week. We didn't review mm-hmm. it again because we're, we're on week two of the SmackDown ban. We may, maybe bring it back next week because next week's the throwback one. And I do want to make fun of that because I don't really believe it's going to be throwback. But... Just in case, whatever. I do want to say to people, um, go out of your way to watch the SmackDown main event between Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. It was awesome. I okay. I don't even want to give WWE that much credit, but those two guys had a fantastic match, and it was really it worth watching. Everything, well, yeah, it should have been on pay-per-view. But everything yeah. else, on that SmackDown, you could be thrown in the trash. I mean, that's that SmackDown. I, I've thought about this long and hard for yeah. the last like 30 seconds. That SmackDown was like going to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. And they have this amazing pizza and they just keep giving you amazing pizza, but nothing's working. None of the video games are working. The animatronics are all dead, just hanging lifeless yeah. and everything. But they're shoving a great pizza in your mouth. I'm not going to complain. I did get it, but I did not get what Chuck E. Cheese is. No. SmackDown was a show. They promise. I didn't get a show. They they tell yeah. you, they get you prepped for a good time, and then they don't deliver. They you ask. Have to, you have to bear in mind, Larry, I don't, I don't know how much you've been following while you've been uh, under the weather, but it's like you've been going to that same Chuck E. Cheese for the last like six months. <laughs> Every time you go, so. every machine is broken, but you're still going because yep. you have to review it for a stupid podcast. It's yeah. true. I, I can literally watch the limbs fall off the different animatronics by week by week. It's like, oh, oh that what mouse are the, lady lost an yes. arm. Yes. What are the odds, girl. though, at this point, still the record shows that every single week that you've been on this podcast, Octopus Mask, and I believe this is yes. like the fifth time or so, that yes. it was some, <laughs> it was Bobby Roode and Dolph against the Street Bar every week. And the Street Profits just got their win back, so they're going to get another title shot. Right, they'll get so another title shot. But the point on. is, how is that even possible? Honestly, for the last year, isn't it about 50-50 whether that match happens on SmackDown? <laughs> yes. And that's it's, what's wrong painful. with it, with SmackDown. But anyway, besides football. This, this week they were taunting me because Ray, Ray Mysterio was teasing that he and, he and Dominic were going to go for the tag title, oh, yeah. which is what we said. That, was like, that should be the next. That should be uh, the WrestleMania match. That should be the next matchup. Yep. That's what we were saying in uh, January. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. It will be the next WrestleMania match. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Probably have to wait. 2023. So. Exactly. Excuse me. Burp. Um, so let me uh, let me tell people what they can do. They can take their thing and <laughs> shove it up their butt time. like Jeez. the thorny rose on Raw. Um, 
We'll talk about that. That's going to be exciting. Everyone loves a thorny rose up your butt, right? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, How, that's, what that's is going to be the crescendo of this show? We're actually going from like best to worst, and I think you're right. And and Larry, what did a rose in your butt? What did, Vince, what did Vince say when he watched that segment? Ha! A rose in his butt, literally, literally. <laughs> he said he was going to do it. <laughs> what, what would Seth, it be? Figuratively, do it, and he did it. Figurative, literally. The figurative one is where he just lifts his butt up really high in the air. Is that what you call that? Because his, his butt rose. That's all. But, um, yeah, see, that's terrible. I didn't make it up. Vince did. Um, so we'll talk about that and so much more. Uh, but first, we want to say uh, thank you to our patrons, our listeners, our extra subscribers, our donators, our, our, our support team known as the listeners of Smart Wrestling Fan. Thank you so much. Um, we appreciate you. And we also want to tell you that if you are a subscriber to Extra or you have a Patreon subscription and all those things, um, you can listen to a great uh, new podcast called The Smart 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo Fan. Right. And we are now, we just released another episode of that. Now, Larry, have you listened to that yet? Of course I have. And what do you think of The Smart the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo Fan? so many things I love. There you go. You know, so, this fun? show, Scooby-Doo, Vincent Price, The Undead, so many things. Ghost busting, collecting mm-hmm. in things in boxes, continuity errors. You a fan of all those too? Me too. Oh, yeah, well, okay. You, wow. were a little hard on, you were a little hard on the musical numbers. That was some... Come on. Uh, whoa, whoa. That, the, first, the first musical number. I was right on the money, Larry. Number. No, no. That, what I was saying is those musical numbers take WWE creativity to come up with. To all the ghouls I loved before. I know. That was pretty much, yeah. That's a Jerry the King joke. Well, except, except they went all in on, on the, uh, the vampire costume where WWE wouldn't. They wouldn't add any secondary layer to it. It would just be the, the bare, bare minimum. To all the very young ghouls I've loved before. Ha ha. So that's it. Yeah. Um, so... There's what? Is cat dead? I I don't think so. But she's she's probably a ghoul anyway. Wow. Why would you say oh, that? Larry, you just oh. came back. King's King's the ghoul she loved before. Yeah, that's a oh. good point. Um so we have that new show, other things, fun and, and adventures. Um I can't, I can't wait to keep making that show. I can't wait. I know. I want to I can't wait for the next episode too. It just it's, keeps getting better and better and better. It's great. I do love the Scooby Doo. It is so stupid that I love it. Um, but um, so, I want to see I want to see an entire sitcom of Vincent Price and uh, the guy that does Shaggy's voice, uh, Dick Clark. Oh, that would have been great. Oh, too oh, oh too too soon. Those there. two would have been something. The odd couple, the new odd. Too couple. soon. Imagine if we could just bring them both back for that show. Larry, I'm going to have you on my podcast one time, and we're just going to talk about things that should have happened with Vincent Price. <laughs> there you go. We've already covered. You already covered my favorite Vincent Price movie. Which one? Uh, the Last Man on Earth. Oh, oh that's, that's unbelievable! A, that is a such groundbreaking a, movie. No one understands how groundbreaking that movie was. Amazing. That movie. How groundbreaking was, it, was it, it? it? I know, I know. It birthed it birthed every van, like every zombie movie that came thereafter came from that movie. But it's also one of like the worst movies I think ever made. <laughs> but, well, it's like but, it started something new, and yeah, it wasn't the best of at it, but but they, still, the twist ending is a. I love that. I love the story, but still. Mm-hmm. It's a, Matheson, it's a Matheson story. Every Matheson and, story is great, and Vincent Price made like like seventy Matheson movies. So. And 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 the thing is, sorry, the, Joe, <laughs> putting putting Vincent Price in that role 
is genius casting because he's not an action hero. He's not even American. <gasps> Have you listened to my episode? You're basically you're cribbing you're cribbing my episode right now. Well, you're right. You when you're right, you're right. I can't. What do you want me to make up an opinion that's wrong? Oh, Larry, the smart there. He's good. Yeah, it's true. It's all real, kids. If they want to hear more of that octopus mask, where do they what do they get? To listen to your uh, podcast. Just go to go to. Uh, uh, I'm tongue Just say uh, just say uh, Google. The, the, the full price. It's on all your favorite podcasters. Find it on Google and yeah. then at full price pod on Instagram, Twitter. There you Facebook, go. Whatever. Perfect. There you go. Listen to all the Vincent Price stuff. That's good. But if they do like 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo well, they can get that right now this second. Go get it. Um, I want to um, – oh, and the show computer, congratulations everyone knew a few weeks ago that we raised our uh, money, the, the goal of the donation drive for the new computer for the show. And um, yeah, it looks like um, it should be here. We, we, we pre-ordered one, um, one of the new orange iMacs that are out. That and is um, so yeah, it's very neat. And we'll have uh, they ship in about four weeks, so we'll have it soon. Oh, That's here's the cool. problem though: saying the orange ones makes it sound stupid, but go look at it, and the orange one's actually the coolest one. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really. Neat. I mean, you wouldn't think like you remember the old i or the Emacs? What were they? The ones the they were the Emacs, the original with the flavors. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You the lick them and they sucky. taste like the that thing. Orange was yucky, but this yeah. one's cool. <laughs> it is. Joe has. Taz is going to be really mad if he finds out you're podcasting from an orange I can't uh, wait. computer. I can't wait. Orange. Oh, my I God. I invented orange IMAX. I invented podcasting wrestling in the orange. I think it's, it's orange coins. Orange. orange and black. You trademarked ooh, it. Ooh, let's start a cryptocurrency called Taz coin. <gasps> His face can be on it. Oh, my God. Coins. Taz coin. That's really good. And then he'll say invented it and sue us. But we'll put, oh, we'll, we'll talk to somebody at Warner Brothers. We'll put actual Taz on it, the Tasmanian devil, and then he'll get, and we'll make it orange and black. He'll be really mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's Taz coin. I, it's my coins. No, it's not. You won't be able to stop talking about it. So it'll be free advertising. It's, it's genius. That's the way that this, this guerrilla viral marketing stuff works. So we're going to do it. We're going to do it right now. Um, what we're going to do right now, though, is the ratings and the news and all that stuff. So news time. Uh, start with the ratings. Last week's Monday Night Raw scored, oh, God, 1.7 million viewers. So they're dropping really bad. I wonder why. It couldn't be possibly really because bad. of copy-paste, copy-paste, no quality. That couldn't be why, right? And well, the good news is they learned, they learned their lesson, Joe. They sure did. Never. Never do it again. They sure didn't. Because the um, boss is you. That's right. You are the general manager. SmackDown Live on Fox went down to 1.9 million from 2 million, so that's yuck also. Um, AEW versus NXT, this was a rough one. Uh, they're not versus anymore. They're on different nights. But AEW and NXT, um, NXT had 744,000 viewers, so that dropped ooh by 100,000. That's bad. But then AEW... It was going from 1.1 million, but then it was on the same night as the um, presidential, whatever it was. What'd you say? I thought it was a the address. reunion. But. Oh, okay. I thought you said the Fonz reunion. Um, but they went up against, yeah, some 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 stuff on TV that people wanted to watch on the news and whatever. So uh, AEW only had 889,000, but again, that's like almost a million viewers and up against something strong. So 
AEW is doing just fine by itself on Wednesdays. Almost a million viewers is success. I don't care what you say. I mean, even NXT is not doing bad. They're not; those numbers aren't bad at all. It's just that AEW is getting more people to watch. That's all. But now, and NXT is getting slightly better. But you know, NXT is not getting the rub from WWE now. They don't talk about it. Well, they don't talk about it, but they do have commercials during Raw that talk about the stories sometimes. So that they hope that that gets people interested, but that's not enough. Yeah, that's not telling me that it's also your product and also as good. Nope. It's still a commercial deve- is not a yeah, thing. Because it's still developmental, it's still all a lie, it's not an equal brand, and WWE isn't treating it as such, even though they should, because they want their numbers to be as high as they possibly can for when the T V deals are up. They wanna you know, they don't they wanna make what they made plus more, you would think. But you know again, they'll wait. They'll wait. They'll wait until like the last minute to to get to to Put on some quality shows. And by quality shows, I mean probably just bring back The Undertaker or some dumb thing. Wouldn't that, they isn't that what the they money. do? Their, their wallets are full. They can't have any more money, Joe. I wish that was the case. Can you imagine? Sorry, can't collect any more money, Vince. You have too much. I wish that was the case with everybody. There was a limit to how much money you could, like, like, remember how there was a display on the video game screen could only be so many characters and. It would just roll over. I so, wish they would roll over to zero. Oops. I'm sorry. Sorry, Bill Gates. Can't go backwards from zero to, to nine, 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 nine. Right. The, the closest to 200 billion without going over. No. Speaking of 200 billion. Yeah. Speaking of 200 million. Oh, I thought you were about to crack another beer, Larry. Oh, no. no. Ah, I get the joke. Yeah. Literally, wow. I figured it. You did it. Um, so there's really no real news this week. I mean, there's some talk about there's some there's a little bit of COVID outbreak in New Japan. Um, some of the wrestlers had fevers, and anyone who was in contact with another wrestler or in that stable, it's a few guys from Chaos and a few guys from Suzuki Gun. But yeah, there a, a lot of guys were taken off the card last night because, and I won't say who or what or what because I don't want to spoil it for people that haven't watched um, and don't know titles and title changes and things like that. So I'm not going to say a word. Um, but it may have been Okada and his friends, and it may have been Minoru Suzuki and his friends. So that's that's yikes right there. So oh, you gave that away when you said Suzuki Goon. Probably. But no, <laughs> they didn't have a time match. But the point is, um, yeah, so a few, I, I think it's six or more people now. Um, they haven't said they had COVID, but they are um, taking the precaution. They have to quarantine to make sure they're, they're, uh, they're okay. So I don't mean to be mean, but Japan is like the size of, of Boston, right? Okay. And there's like a bazillion people there. So how have they all not got it right by now? I know they because like they the are, masks and okay because they already had they already had protocol in place for um, what to do in a pandemic. They already had unlike here where we were a bit scattered at first. I mean we had protocol, but um, also you have to remember. Um, look at the Japanese crowd before pandemic, and look how many people were already wearing masks. Um, I I think I don't want to compare it to New York and you would know better than me octopus mask um, because I know it's got to be a cluster in a place like New York where in the beginning of the pandemic where everyone's on top of each other. 
Like, how do you even yeah. do that? Yeah, I didn't stop hearing sirens for for like three months. Right. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. You just you you lock everything down and tell yeah. people to stay home from work. Right. Well, and you that's do above a disco with a DJ. So, yeah. Larry, yes. Larry, can I ask you a question? Uh-uh-uh. Yeah. How far north to south do you think Japan is in miles? You said it's the size of Boston. I'm very confused what you mean by that. The, the city of Boston, not the state. I'm done. The what? Who? <laughs> okay, Japan no. is teeny tiny. This right? is Larry speak you here. You could bicycle yeah. across Japan in a day, right? Uh, east to west, maybe in certain points. <laughs> but you know, it's it's as it's as tall as the eastern seaboard. It's huge. It's like 1,800 miles. Like the Marianas Trench. Uh, Ginger Trench. I don't know what you mean by that. But no, 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 I'm just saying Japan. Japan physically <clears throat> is bigger than you think it is. This is I a good wrestling. How big small compared to Asia? <laughs> okay, so I'm fine. done. They're bigger than you think, and they wear masks. And oh my god! Everything. You know wow. what they don't have? What stable nuclear power? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm just we got, joking. We, got, we don't have that either. No, we don't. Larry, come on. Now listen. So my. Oh my god. I quit. Pebble reactors, people. We need to be building pebble reactors, not these sixty-year-old nuclear power. Plants. Okay, that's fair. Let's let's be fair here to flare. Oh wait, this show's going places, guys. I know. Pebble we already went reactors. there. It's How many late. wrestling shows talk about the superiority of pebble reactors? No one. We're the only ones. Is that like a wood pallet burning stove? Almost. Actually, kind of. Really. Did you know that texting is the new <laughs> junk driving? With my pellet grill. Okay. Uh, let's do... The rats got in. My pellet grill. Yeah. And then the fire ants were eating me alive. How often do you actually wash your back properly? Um, okay. So, yep. That's what it's come down to, kids. Okay. We're done with the news because I really... I want to talk about dynamite really bad. Oh, my God. I love this episode. This was a good episode. Yeah, I like this one too. AEW Dynamite, Tony, uh, JR, and Excalibur on commentary. Uh, and just I'll give you a rundown of what they run down for the card. Tonight's main event will be Darby versus uh, 10 in a title match. And I'm kind of like, eh. That's so weird uh, that that's the main event. Yeah, but okay. It's strange. But Darby, he's been in the main event almost every like every week. Right, but um, not with he's 10. On Cody Street. Right. Not with 10, but. But still, that's, I mean, it is, it's a title match and they treat the title well. So I appreciate that. Uh, Penta versus Orange Cassidy continuing after last week. Um, that sounds good. Look forward to that. Yeah. Uh, the Bucks, uh, Bucks versus Seidel Brothers. And I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know. I'm not sold on the Seidel Brothers in, in AEW. We'll, we'll, we'll get to each match and see how I actually felt. But I just, this is, this card, this card, this, this is an interesting card for a show that turned out pretty darn good. Yeah. Um, uh, you have, but you know what's interesting about AEW? It's not a main event driven show. I don't care what time I tune in. I there's usually oh this match is great. Yeah, I've seen opening matches that were the best match. That's of the a night. good point. So, the, actually, the, the opening match is typically their best match of the night. It really is to me. Usually the most interesting. Um, yeah, Omega is going to be on uh, Nightmare Family versus a Factory Trio match. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, it's so uh, good. Oh. Statlander versus Ford. Uh, that could be that could be pretty good, I guess. Uh, yeah, two women and that like in AEW. Yeah, that's uh, good. Two women. And then the inner circle pinnacle advantage to be determined tonight in a f- in a face off. And that on paper, 
that just sounds terrible. Just uh, it's like a, it's like a contract sign. When you right? hear face you off, go, you just when you go, hear Ugh. when you hear face off, you think of garbage because of WWE. They have poisoned our minds with terribleness. Um, but they didn't right. use that term. They used parlay, and that made me interested. I was like, oh, like pirate speak. Okay, let's do parlay this. Just, just, to me, it was just a face off. Parlay is fancy words for them talking at each other. Anyways, uh, opening match is uh, Page versus Cage, Hangman and the Machine. What is and, with you and uh, what is with you, Octopus Mask and Verse instead of Versus? That is the uh, worst. I think that's an age thing, Joe. We have to. We're gonna have to t- take you back to Versus School. Because a verse is something like from a Bible, you see. The shortening of verses is not verse. That's not a yes. thing. It's really not. I've, I've, I've upset old man Negron. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, he, he's right. He's a hundred. You know, he's right. <gasps> and you know what? I'm, I misuse literally a lot. And then I, I, I can't spell when I send you Facebook text messages. Oh, I know Joe's Joe. used to not I'm being able sorry. to spell. Well, Larry can't I'm spell either. So, sorry. And he's uh, about... How old, Larry? Okay. <laughs> uh, Hangman Page <laughs> is ranked number one, so this is a this is an interesting match uh, where we assume that Page is going to be uh, hanging on to that, but we'll see how that goes because there's a beatdown on Page before the bell, uh, and even though Dark Order make the save, Page just gets his butt kicked the whole yeah. match. Um, and Brian Cage is scary strong. He hits an F five like it's nothing on Hangman. He's just chucking and, Hangman everywhere. Oh yeah. It's great. It's it's what you, it's what you want to see from Brian Cage. You don't want to see him have long uh, thought out matches. I just want to see him be scary, scary yep. strong. Uh, and he drops Page with the drill claw and one two three. That's what? it. What? And that was Did so surprising. Anyone what think that was going to happen? Mind. Did a I single didn't... person think that? No, never. No. I thought maybe a DQ. Yep. And you know what's really they don't do that. about this is. <laughs> All, all of the the stuff with Cage and Taz being, are they good? Are they not good? Like, uh, is, is he breaking off and turning face? I don't know. But this, this like, popping him up the rankings totally throws a wrench into all that because now Cage has a pretty strong case for, like, a, 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 a TNT uh, title match yeah. or whatever. But, um, but then what is, you know, what's going to happen with Taz? I like it. This really threw me for a loop. This is, like, two twists in one. Well, the thing here, the twist on this was not, like, a wrestling twist normally. This is a twist for a smart fan, because if you're a smart fan and you saw the stuff with Taz and him not getting along, you would assume, as I did, it's going to be a DQ caused by Taz. I mean, that's that's generic wrestling writing. Right. But no, Just, he won. So mm-hmm. you're not you're like, now wow, he's doing great, but he's not happy with Taz. I gotta see more of this. <clears throat> yeah, because yeah. that, that scenario would protect Paige. While furthering the Taz Cage issue, but no, they just they threw that whole extra wrench into it. It's great. Now that I, I said it out loud, I realized no, Cage isn't going to go for the, the for Darby's title. He'll be like an interim challenger to Omega, right? Because he already I mean, lost he the could Mox, be. But he could he, be, he, but he could, he could, he's too. I don't know if they'd put. Hmm, remember a team maybe Taz that's why the heel stable. Face. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Oh, okay. He might pin. He could pin Kenny in a tag match. I don't think any of that's going to happen. No. Taz. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. So we get a recap of Mox uh, and uh, Eddie smashing the elite trailer last week. And the Bullet Club is in a limo now. A teensy weensy little limo, which is a funny uh, contraposition. What's the word? Doesn't matter. 
Um, juxtaposition? Juxtaposition, thank you. Yes, yes. juxtaposition. Uh, Anderson doesn't have pants on in the limo, of course, for some reason. Yeah. Um, and no, none of them are wearing masks, so all these guys are just crammed there in a limo. Yeah. That's great. Omega is pissed. <laughs> yes, thank you. Timely. Omega's pissed uh, about last week when Mox and Kingston drove the truck through the trailer, and he wants them to know he's not afraid. Um, and then they hear lots of honking, and they're all afraid all of a sudden because they think that it's a, a, you know, a redux of the truck smashing into their limo. But, oh. It's just Nakazawa who is the driver, and he acts. He was an accident. Oh dear, Nakazawa, you're a goof. <laughs> uh, Omega calls uh, Moxum mother father, which is kind of funny. That's a thing. Um, I that's a yeah. good brothers thing. Mm. Gallows is licking his bicep for some reason. Not sure what's happening there. It's Gallows and Anderson. They're just they're, they're just trying to get as much attention as they can. Yeah. But uh, at the end of the end of the day, it's going to be Nakazawa and Kingston later. Omega says because he doesn't oh. he doesn't stoop to I don't think having matches with those guys. That doesn't sound very good. But okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. The Sidells versus the Bucks is up next. What does SSP stand for with the Sidells? It's all over their their gear and on their intro video. Sidell you know super. About? Yeah, Sidell super poop. I have no idea. Yeah, it's unexplained. I guess I'm not watching enough darker elevation, maybe. Whatever. Uh, The Bucks are out. One of them is wearing a fur visor, so I'm really really enjoying their heel uh, Wow, the money they're spending on these outfits, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, You know, if the Bucks, if they spent $20,000 on those shoes, really, which is what they said they did, it seems like... I don't know if they did. They did that to bot, to get heat. Uh, I don't know that that is worth it. I don't know if you're getting that much heat. For, I don't know. <laughs> Spends how long they wear keep, them and keep reminding us. That's all. I guess um, they have rainbow streamers still when they do their pose and the cannons go off. They should be black because their heels now. That's true. Is my note. Um, I, just, like, so, I I like the Bucks period, but I like when their heels because I think they're having more fun. So the Bucks, you want to have fun. I agree. With the Bucks, even if they're heels. <clears throat> That's a good point. They, but they were really good as faces. How how often? Oh yeah, they're good. Someone as who's good? How often do you get that? Someone who's a good almost face never, almost never. Hmm. No. Uh, so Mick Mike, I guess. I, I don't know. I never. I never really bought him as a heel. I love Cactus Jack. I love both of them. Heel and and face Mick Foley. Oh wait, all three faces. Oh, yeah, yes. you make a good point. But I f- yeah, okay, never mind. <laughs> um, Mike Seidel has the worst tattoos I've ever seen, by the way. That's right. Uh, is M- Mike is the new one, right? The, he's the brother, yes. yeah. Does he Terrible. weigh 120 pounds? <sighs> I'm not kidding. He's not really short, but man, he looks skinny. Do they explain why? Oh, so Cutler's out with uh, the Bucks. Do they explain why he has a face protector on? Or is that just an internet thing? Um. Uh, yeah, that's probably part of his uh, creator wrestler persona, or what's that called? Yeah, the d- yeah. downloadable content. That's what it is. They gave it to him on a, on a recent episode of BTE, but I don't know why. I don't care. Uh, Matt Jackson ducks a roundhouse kick and does a Johnny Cage uh, split. Logo. Oh my god, that was so, so funny! He did. He so said it's Mortal Kombat. That was amazing. But was did you perfect. see his face when he did it? He, yes, He's the like, hilarious. Oh, he was. He was saying Johnny Cage low blow. Johnny Cage low blow. I did it. And I saw, yes, I saw him mouth Johnny Cage. That was amazing. Uh, yeah, I knew right what it was. Of, they both remind me of the wrestling version of the guy who plays uh, Star-Lord in the... Uh, 
<laughs> they're both prats. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they're both kind of prattish. Funny. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, BTE trigger, and that's a fun match. The Bucks, the Bucks win. Obviously, very good match. Uh, yeah, it was real. That's that's that opening match that they always have. Right. The tag match. It's not always the Bucks, but a lot of times it is. Yeah. It's just really great. And oh my god, when the match is done, um, Cutler is out with he's got a young boy jacket on, yeah, and he's got cold spray and ice packs like in New Japan. Yep. So he's the young boy for he sure for is. Got to pay his dues. That's, yeah, that's great. Um, it's it's funny. He's like, I'm I'm a dragon now, and then they're like, oh, <laughs> we, we turned heel. Here's your cold spray and your ice packs. I'm a young lion now. I'm a young boy now. Oh my god. Um, yeah. SCU comes out uh, at the after the match, and they talk about the New Bucks. Um, they talk about how they don't like the New Bucks, but I thought this was supposed to be the old New Japan Bucks coming back. Not the they're not. Yeah, the but new they Bucks. said they said both. They said we're gonna we're gonna show you what the old Bucks were like, or even better, a new version of that. So they, that's what they, how they phrased it. So. Uh, Daniels calls the Bucks B's and A's, so Ooh. he uses all the bad words you can wow. say, except he didn't say the S's. They're not S's. Oh, okay. Um, and they're going to take the titles. And remember, of course, they had that gimmick where if Daniels and uh, Kaz lose, then they're no longer a team. So wow, they're, they're setting up for that match. That's a then that's a going to be a cool match then. Heck yeah! yeah. Wow, um, career versus title. That's neat. I almost feel like the Bucks. The Bucks don't need to win that match. Like, like the only reason to let the Bucks win that match is to get more heat. I yeah. almost want SCU to win and get a little run first. I think I. I think you're right. Yeah. Retire as champions when they lose. When the they belts. lose that, them, that would right? Be much I. I agree. You know what's crazy about AEW is there's so many matches where I'm really excited to see the match, and I don't care who wins. Yep. Like I'm okay with either way, but I got to see this match. Yep. Fair. Uh, parlay is coming up. I just laughed last week. The promos last week were not that great, but we'll see. Um, Jade promo. Um, she's not signed. Someone should sign her to a manager. Contract, I don't understand I this. She's uh, like, she's not going to give him money. She's like, like why would they ever want to be money. her manager if she's not going to pay them? What? <laughs> what, what are they doing? What? What, what other arrangement is there? I, I, I don't want, I don't, I don't understand what she hard. thinks management is. I think she's going to beat somebody up and make them be her manager, which would be funny. Yeah. You're my manager now. Maybe she's like an internet influencer where she wants someone to manage her and she'll pay them in exposure. It's weird. Yes. Experience. Yeah. I've done more for the rub. (laughs) (laughs) We know. (sighs) Panta versus Orange Cassidy. Okay. So this show is 30 minutes in so far and it's been all filler. Oh, wait, no. Opposite. No filler. No filler. <laughs> this show's been great so far. Wow, what a botch. All right. Um, and so Penta versus Cassie. Very excited for this. I love the match. Penta comes out with a, with a samurai goat mask. I don't know if he's been wearing that for a while, but he looks like both a goat and a samurai. Yes. Because he he's, the, he's just always cool. He's yeah. always awesome. Whatever he does is just, oh, that's cool, too. But yeah. listen, on paper, this match shouldn't even work. There's no way oh. these two styles should ever combine, right? Oh wait, it's amazing! Oh, the opposite. Got it. Let me tell you what I think after the, I finish up with this match because I have thoughts on what I want next. But um, so you get Alex and Penta in a box again. They don't say anything that interesting. Um, there's a suicide plancha. So yeah, Orange Cassidy is a suicide plancha, and Penta catches him in like a one arm, like a platter. Plancha. He's holding him well, like that would like never he's... happen in WWE. What the heck? Never. 
WWE would never let this happen, and it was so great. But yep. wouldn't, he's too small. We They'd say Braun. he's not a giant. He shouldn't be doing that. Yep. No. No. But but it just adds to that sense that Pentagon is scary because he yes, is scary. He's going to kill you <laughs> in, in many ways. He's amazing. Penta does Last of the Dragon, the Shingo Tagagi finisher. Yep. That was really great. I w- came out of nowhere. Um, Cassidy does an, uh, 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 um, a. Uh, what's it called? An arm drag with his hands in his pocket. Okay. <laughs> Never saw that before. All right. I've seen it before. No, I might have seen it before, but you know what? I don't remember. But the point is, seeing that and then seeing the platter thing, I was like, when when there's a match where there's one or two things that I've never seen before, you got my attention. And it's and it's not done because Pentita goes for an arm breaker, you know, the Lucha oh, arm breaker. <laughs> and Orange, Orange is struggling. He's struggling to get his hand in his pocket because once his hand's in his pocket he can't do the arm yeah. breaker and Tony Tony sells it Tony loves it he thinks yep. it's genius and that's exactly what you need is to say it's good not stupid yes and, you, know, you, can, you can say this JR you know JR would be like oh that's that's that's, a, that's one way to do it you know and just you know who, J- like you know who would ruin that spot JBL would do ruin back in oh, the day would ruin that spot yeah. here let's not ignore the most important thing here listen Pentagon it, to me, is in the top five wrestlers in the world. He's really in the good. World, really good. Right and now. he sold that like <clears throat> amazing because he's so professional. He's so good. And yeah, it's funny, but it's also part of the match, and it's also in character, and it's also making me happy. And he realizes, hey, wrestling is about entertaining. Somebody who's that good at wrestling and still wants to put the entertainment into it, I'm. Yep. Well, so blown away by both I'll, the uh, Lucha brothers there. I'll, I'll They're just say no, both amazing. Before we get to the go ahead. I was just saying that Phoenix and Pentagon are both amazing. That's all. Before we get to the end of the match, I'll just say that this match, watching this, made me really want uh, Penta versus Yano. Penta versus uh, Cole Cabana. I want to see because go, he could uh, wrestle anyone now. And yeah. if you think it's going to be a bad match because it's comedy or whatever, he would prove it wrong. He would say, yes. no, I'm going to have an amazing match because I'm going to wrestle it. I'm taking it. I'm playing it straight. I'm taking this completely seriously. And we're going to do this, you know, in, in your style and my style. If you are a great wrestler, you should not fear comedy. Nope. Did you, did you see Ric Flair fall on his face for 30 years? Yeah. <laughs> I can't Greatest think wrestler of, ever. I can't think of a more serious wrestler than him. As far as in when you're in the ring. Yeah. But he could pull off comedy like like so easily. Because you're entertaining. That's the that's what you're doing. And people paid money to watch him get beat up. Yes. Yeah. They love that flare flop. It's you know. And he's and he's and he's got that he's got a terrifyingness to him too. He's not just entertaining. He's not just funny. Or he's not just like oh, no. you know, like he's not just theatrical. He's also scary as hell from Lucha Underground, especially. But <laughs> do you uh, remember how great it was when Brock Lesnar laughed when the Undertaker and him set up? That was like yep. that. I still think of that. Yes, because it was so like, disturbing oh to me. He's yep. so scary. It does. That's even scarier. It's, I know. Um. So uh, at the end of the match, Trent gives the mic to Orange, who and he mic shocks uh, Mike shots Penta with like his uh, his uh, like flying forearm thing. And you know if Orange Orange Cassidy is going to beat Penta, I like it being that way. Um, a little bit of shenanigans right. because because Penta is stronger than Orange Cassidy, and he should be booked stronger than him. But that's the match. Uh, Orange Cassidy wins. My favorite part, besides those two big spots that I really loved, um, 
was a non-wrestling part, and I loved it when they did the whole gloves versus glasses thing, and when <laughs> when Pentagon when Penta took off his glove and then he throws it, and then Alex goes like diving for and does the catch, and it's like, yay, that's that's funny, he caught it, and then. Cassidy throws his glasses and Trent doesn't even move and it slips right through his fingers and he just stands there. That was awesome. And Penta was as serious about taking off that glove and the glasses because he was every kick he gave. Yep. Loved it. This definitely, I think, could be in the running for one of my favorite matches of the year. I just really good. had everything I love. Yep. Yeah. And, and it wasn't given like the time and attention that it could be on pay-per-view. And that was to me, I, I came out of it being like, man, I just, I want more of that. Match. And that's the thing, but right? The, because of the screwy finish with Alex doing his, your mom sucks gimmick or whatever at the end that, you know, that wouldn't happen in a pay-per-view match or if it would, it would have happened a lot of minutes later. So yeah, I want more of this one day. Can I, can I say, Joe, I have a note here that says Alex must be Amy, but I couldn't remember what that meant, so I skipped over it. But now you just reminded me Alex made a your mom joke. Uh, that was match, it. Match, so oh my god, that's funny. Yeah, he does that every week. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Up next, there's an interview with Britt Baker, and she told the truth, worked her way up the rankings, beating jobbers, and she's at the top of the rankings. Look at that. Okay. There Do you, you remember? Go. Remember when everybody said the. Ultimate Warrior died, and there was another Ultimate Warrior. Of course. Did the original Britt Baker die? <laughs> then the good Britt Baker took her place. <laughs> I, just, I can't believe this is the same It's unbelievable, the difference. When she's making Tony put his finger up, and it's just yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Just great. I th- yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not totally sold. I think a lot of it is just her relationship with Tony, because when she's outside of this particular arrangement, uh, her match with uh, with uh, uh, Skullface Lady was really great. What's her name? I can't remember. <laughs> Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. Her match with Thunder Rosa was really good. <laughs> I, and all of her segments with Tony are good. Makeup. I was thinking you were being incredibly mean. Yes, La- I knew Larry would think like, that no, you were being scary mean. Scary lady. That's not. No, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> that would not be nice. Um, next. Week blood and guts. Okay, so it's time for the promo parlay. Yes. Okay. So just I've been kind of dreading this because I I I don't I know I, MGF MJF just says things that's, that are like that rub me the wrong way. And last week Jericho was really botchy, and I don't think that any of the other guys between these two teams, like Sean Spears and no. uh, and those guys can can, can cut promos. That's you know, the thing. You're like, oh, it's a bunch of guys that can't talk. This must just be yes. Jericho talking, right? Jericho yeah. talking to MJF is exactly you would got you got to think that's what it's got to be there, right looking okay. mean yeah all right so Pinnacle comes out with their personal security jobbers and inner circles out with three guys on Harleys what is this aces and eights I don't know what that means <laughs> I don't know where they came yeah. from so I'm already like I'm already like grumpy about this <laughs> you should know Sean better it's AEW <laughs> Sean Spears starts he cuts a decent enough promo on Sammy I thought uh, it was no, real for him I thought for it was him? amazing for him yeah I agree. This is the only he thing he's done I've ever thought was good. He says, Sammy, you haven't wrestled in forever. That's true. And you're in over your head. Understandable. Okay. Yeah, um, Sammy brings up Spears as having been a failure everywhere he's been. Okay. Then that was a, that's yeah. a good retort. Um, Sammy gives mm, them. Retorts. Sammy gives up. the <laughs> yes, Sammy. Sammy gives up the advantage. He just says, forget it. You know, you guys, you guys can have it and I'll fight all of you by myself and I'll wow. go first. Wow. 
Wow, that's a new yep. way to do it. <laughs> hubris. There's there's hubris there. So maybe you could do something with that. Yeah. Or, or it's just him being, you know, remember being Hub- macho. You remember Hubris and WCW? I do. He was terrible. <laughs> he was like major erection or something. And then he was like the question mark and he jumped <laughs> yes, like a question mark. Yeah. Laughing man. Yeah. He was wasn't, horrible. Wasn't, uh, oh God, wasn't uh, uh, Lash LaRue, wasn't Lash LaRue on a team with him? Lash LaRue was my favorite wrestler when oh I was my like God. 11 oh, years old. Yeah, because he would do the face thing. He'd point his sideburns and make the L's. <laughs> I like seriously. That was cool. Was like, I don't know why, but what? Oh you know, like when you're a kid, like you just have like weird things that you latch onto. I love yeah. Lash Larue. No, hey, listen. I think he was honky tonk man esque. I don't think you're crazy. Lash okay. Larue was not bad. Fair enough. <laughs> um, next up is Cash. He wants Ortiz and Santana to bring their best. All right, you know, it wasn't and, bad for, okay. Cash, for Cash. For him, um, maybe his best no, for, for whoever. Yeah, right. It was it was tolerable. He didn't say anything that I thought was stupid. Yes. Dax, um, likewise, doesn't say anything stupid. And then he brings up Santana and Ortiz's kids. So by the rules of wrestling, now Ooh, he has to die. Yeah. And now it's a blood feud. He's gonna die. Yeah. And oh, then, San- and then, so at this point, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, you know, this isn't going so bad. And Santana and Ortiz get the mic next. And they talk about how, you know, we're, we're going to be locked up in a cage and we've been locked up before. And, you know, I've been impressed by their promos before. So at this point, I'm like, wow, this is like this. is You got like a, a clear fairway to a good promo here yes. because all the people who are left uh, are great. And then I see right next to Santana Ortiz. Oh, wait, it's Hager and Wardlow next. And then the microphone passes directly past Hager and Wardlow. Neither of them get the talk. We got spared because those aren't the guys that should be talking. Exactly. It's like. When you play to someone's strengths and hide their weaknesses, who'd have thunk? Yep. Wow. So Only Paul Heyman. Both the MJF. Hmm. You know, uh, that's right. Uh, Jericho wants everyone to say thank you, uh, and they should because he built AW uh, on his name. But Jericho's spot is difficult and it's a heavy burden, and MJF is going to take it off his shoulders. And Pinnacle will replace Inner Circle. And MJF says thanks for the spot. A very non-offensive non baggery promo by MJF that was real and just it was great. Yeah. It felt really good. It felt like he, you know, he, the, the, everyone said, everyone has been very pulling from real life and like making promos that make sense. They're not cartoony. They're not stupid. They're not forced. And then Jericho gets like, and he tells MJF, you know, you got to work for this spot. Uh, he brings up MJF's trust fund, uh, which I didn't know. I don't know anything about that. I should, Learn about that, I guess. Yeah. He's, He's got, got that thing, Rosie O'Donnell money. He's got the Rosie O'Donnell money, and he had money before that. Um, oh, the Rosie O'Donnell thing. That is a thing. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, Jericho says he worked his way up all over the world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's worked his way up all over the world. He talks about Hager having his back in Abu Dhabi back in WWE when someone threatened to assassinate oh, Jericho. That's, what that's, is that story? Can we get a reset there? That's real. That's when he was yeah. in the... He was in a bar and he talked to the, a guy walked up to them and he said, ah, my my family or my dad owns like so much percent of this country. I'm going to get you assassinated today. And Jericho's like, wait, what? And Jericho, what year was that? Well, he said 2012, I think. Book, so. Hmm. No, he said, he said, I think he said 2012 in the uh, in the promo. See, he said 2012. That's pretty early for Hager, isn't it? But well, here's the thing. He said 2012, but then Jericho claims that he asked the guy about like 
So what do you mean? So like, uh, how much is it? Uh, look up. Not okay, Google. Google this for me. Google okay. Larry David Fatwa. F A T W A. What year was that? Should I keep? Uh, well, it was posted 2017. Everybody posted it on on YouTube. Ooh, Jericho might be lying in his story. Yeah. Jericho claims he was like, well, what is that? Oh, good- confused. So the guy was like, yeah, you're, you're, we're going to put like a, I forget how much he said, because this was a long time ago, $7 million on my head or something like that. And he's like, is that a good, is that a good amount? Is that a good, like, like, like what if it was like somebody else? Would they get like, if somebody like famous? <laughs> what would Hogan get? Like would Hulk Hogan get like 20 million? Would it be 20 million? Is like, is that a good amount of money? See, that's his story. But I have a feeling that this, he's, he embellished that part. What a shock! Um, and that is, I, I don't he's, think he's ever told a story he didn't embellish. But I it think he's matter because he's entertaining, right? But I think he's conflating. But the point is this: Yeah, the guy, the guy um, said he was going to assassinate Jericho and se- or send somebody out to assassinate Jericho because his family had power. And it turns out um, he talked to the other guy at the bar, and the guy told him no. That that guy that guy tells like everybody he's going to kill him. That, that guy like the, he doesn't own the, the Do you really da- get chicks like that. He dad really his dad game. yeah, his dad owns like a, a gas station or something. That's all he owns. <laughs> um So Hager, there you go. Did you think you were going to get the story today? I don't think so, but I, there I it wanted is. it. Now Hager was in 2008 to 2017 WWE, <clears> so the timing does work out, but <clears throat> yeah, that, um, it's it's close. But I'm saying the 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 Larry David part doesn't work out for me. Unless he's talking about something else, but hmm. Oh, speaking of getting murdered in bars, uh, the, remember when Shawn Michaels got his, his butt kicked by some Marines? Marines, yeah. Remember that? That happened, that happened uh, like a 15-minute drive from where I grew up. Oh, is that really? right? Yeah. I wish you would have been there probably, to help before you... I was, probably, I was probably snug in my bed when that was happening, like yeah. uh, at a bar in downtown Syracuse. Yeah. I would love... Okay, I would have loved to go to that bar and get beat up by Marines, just to say. <laughs> you could do that anywhere. All right. Um, I'm lost. Where I totally lost my spot. Okay. I can tell you. Is that a th- okay? But Inner Circle is a family, and Pinnacle are the Johnny Come Latelys, and MJF is poo on the concrete. Ooh. And they're gonna smush it on their boot, and that's his spot. Ew. That's a. It's the promo. Yeah, it's a kind of a gross final. final but the point uh, is this. I, I'll tell you what. It's great. I loved the parlay. I know you thought it was okay or good or whatever. I thought this was, I thought this no, was no, 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 just no. You really, missed, really you good. I was, I was saying that I was not looking forward. No, to I it, know that. And I was dreading it, but I actually came out of it thinking that was one of the best promo builds. I'm so excited for Blood and Guts. One of the best thing, like just pure, I, you know, get you from on the on the fence to you know on the side yeah. of uh, of supporting it. I Ugh, really now cannot wait for Wednesday night. Seriously. I really want that. So. Yep. Uh, all right. So Nakazawa in the ring. So coming from, from a strong promo to Nakazawa. Um, and Kingston refuses the match with Nakazawa, which is which is nice. Well, you um, should. Yeah. That wouldn't happen in WWE. You would just get the match. Um, and uh, Kingston calls out Omega. And he wants Nak out of the ring. Uh, he keeps telling him to get out of the ring, get out of the ring. But then when Omega comes out and refuses to change the match or whatever, Eddie uses Nakazawa and he says he's going to break his ankle. And that's how he's trying to get leverage over Omega. So right. didn't really want him out of the ring, I guess. Um, but Omega says he makes the matches, not Eddie. Um, 
And he doesn't care if he breaks Naka's Wow, that was so mean. Doesn't care. Yeah, it's great character stuff for Omega. Uh, and Omega says, you know, there's there's more more than one goon in BTE. Or, <laughs> there's the two. Sorry. <laughs> and he calls out Cutler. And this is kind of funny because Cutler gets thrown out from behind the stage on the ground. And I think Mox missed his cue here because Cutler just kind of flails around on the ground mm-hmm. where Omega stares at him. And then yep. Moxley, uh, Moxley runs out and... Um, uh, gets down to the ring and Mox and Eddie uh, have Omega and they're going to break his ankle and Mox wants a match right now and Don Callis says don't break his ankle but he gives him a match for next week and then they relax so okay. they wanted a match right now but I guess they'll get it next week next week tag match on blood and guts Whatever. that's fine you know what this this got me interested in Moxley and Eddie again everything yeah. is firing on this show tonight yep it's mm-hmm. all interesting yep by the way uh WWE ran house shows in Dubai, not like anything we would have seen. Yeah, I know. I didn't think we ever saw it. I know that. Yeah, but I'm just saying 2000. So it could have been 2012. Yes, I know it. I'm saying it. I'm saying it probably was 2012. But when he tells the story, he tells it with the acting like he was a tough guy to the bad guy, supposed bad guy, acting like Larry David. But I don't think the Larry David scene had happened yet, is my point. I'm saying, oh, well, I'm okay. saying yeah, the rest yeah, of the story is real. Yeah. See, I thought it was later than 2012, but yeah, it definitely could have been. No, no. I believe the year completely. I don't believe the things he said to the guy. Like he was like, he's toying with him and going, you sure? You sure? What if it was just like that guy over there, that bum sitting in the chair? Would, would he no, be like I, worth I've like 10 bucks? I've been a bar since I was 13. I don't believe anything somebody says happened in a fight Thank you. after the fight. Thank you. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't pre- I don't pretend to, to know too much about the Middle East, but in countries where like every third person you meet might be a prince, like directly related. Yeah, why to the, would you say that? The yeah. autocrat of the country, I probably <laughs> would just be like, "Okay, sir. Yes, sir. I'll go back to my hotel now." Um Well, you also have to think about how many people in wrestling have gotten in trouble in foreign countries with this crap. So, yeah, yep. it's always in your head that yeah, whatever, I just go away but don't yep. make Vince mad, don't get in the problem. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. they, wasn't Vader like almost at, Yes. Uh. We talked about that on on Retro. Yeah. I love the stories of guys in Japan cuz like in Japan you can just rough you can just rough up uh audience members and back in the 80s no one cared. Yeah. Imagine the imagine no, those that guys was know. part of the show. You're like, "Oh, I hope he hits me." Yeah. <laughs> um all right, next up on uh, Dynamite, Statlander versus Ford. And this is really weird. So they tell us that's the next match. But then there's a picture-in-picture picture here where you see Sammy Guevara, and he's doing his cucumber doing a promotion for Blood and Guts. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I guess we're going we're gonna to get Sammy next in some kind of – maybe I got a talking segment. He just did a talking segment. Maybe yeah. there's a Sammy match before the Statlander yeah. match. It that's was just – it just was there. I don't know. Okay, I'm going to ask a question that has nothing to do with anything. But who is – writing those cards for sammy because their handwriting is immaculate oh it's yeah it's it's a person that's just like whole job is that writing cards. oh my god they they <laughs> the writing is perfect no they i don't know who's writing blood things drawn on there and they're not just red blobs yeah they've, they've made it redder on yeah. the outside lighter on the inside like, who is doing if this i'll is see sammy. if i i'll see if i can find out and yes, why would why, and why wouldn't you this is the correct thing why to do. Why would, would you get someone <laughs> to do a good job with in wwe it would, it would be like this little muddy picture in a, in a picture yeah, in a picture. It would and be you like would be not understanding it. a rotten tomato from a fresh tomato. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, we get back from commercial 
uh, yeah, like we said, no Sammy, but we get a Taz promo. Um, and Taz is, is pumping up Cage, but he's mad at Christian because Christian still hasn't, you know, that's because he has that's there. he would have two cages in the group if he had signed Christian. Oh, that's not the story, should be though. I'm, hey, it I'm mad at Christian. Be. I listen, I there's times when I watch AEW and I think, wow, I'm I'm almost too much of a mark to review this. Because oh I'm God. having too much fun, and every time I see somebody on screen, I'm like, I want more of this person. This might be my favorite person at AEW. I don't know about Christian. I might want less of Christian. And yes. not because, listen, not because he's not a great wrestler. He is. But what are we doing? Like, what is this story of his? And, I, and it's AEW, so I will give them a chance to, to show me. But I don't see where this can go. Other than, like I, they teased Christian against Omega, which I thought that would be a great match. It doesn't matter who wins. I don't care if Omega beats him; it'll be just great. I just want to see it. But other than that, I'm not really interested. I I am interested in, in almost everything in AEW. I'm not interested in Christian Cage at all. He, I want to get past anytime he's on the mic. I was when he went to when he went left WWE and went to TNA. That was an amazing time. TNA was really good right about then. Yeah. And it was really exciting when he won the world title. I don't think I've really been too excited about Christian since then. So, and that was a long time ago. I I wanted to see what Christian was going to do. And the minute he went shoulder first into a ring post in his first match. Oh, then you remember all those dumb matches. I remembered. All his Randy, Randy Orton, Orton yeah. matches. That was the only finish for like yep. three years. Yes, it was. <laughs> he's not. He's not trying. He's he's here to collect a paycheck. I don't care. Yeah. I don't. But to be fair, and what Joe said, I can't say that AEW couldn't turn it around to where nope. next week they I could. was excited about. Yes, they could because well, that's like, AEW. It's like what they're doing with Sting. Sting hasn't really done anything, but we all know, we know in a, in a minute they could flip it. But right. still, he had a match and it was good. But I'm enjoying Sting with Darby. Just having him there, I'm yeah. enjoying. Um, so Christian's annoyed that Taz sucks now, and he's trying to make his name off of Christian because Taz keeps on bothering Christian. Yeah, and. Uh, it was a strong enough promo, I guess, but I just don't really care because I don't particularly like Team Taz. I don't particularly like Christian. I want Cage to break out. But now that we've talked about Cage and Cage, I do want a Cage and Cage match yeah, and a cage. a cage. That would be cool. That would be good. A double Cage. War I cage. would love the four four cages. Cage, 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 Cage. But I would also love for that. I guess that yeah, two people cages, two real cages. But I also would want some sort of Three's Company mix-up with Cage and Taz getting a memo about this Cage. And he's like, well, wait, I thought that was from Cage. And then he gets attacked by the <laughs> Brian Cage like that. I think something like that would be amazing. But whatever. AEW will figure it out. I don't have to fantasy book for them because they know what they're doing. So I want I want the Ready to Rumble style Triple Cage. That'd be Stacked good. Cage. No one wants that. Um, <laughs> Penelope Ford or Penelope. As Joe likes to say, out yeah. and with Kip, uh, Ford has a five and zero singles record in twenty twenty one. That's interesting. And Telepies, yes, she has gotten to be such a better wrestler than she used to be. I agreed. Yeah, <laughs> whoever's working with the women in AEW, which oh. I, I guess uh, Dustin, um, yep, big uh, thumbs up, doing doing a great job. Big thumbs up. And, and uh, I had I had a female friend text me who watches WWE and she stopped watching 
And she was like, you know, the women's division is just I'm like, listen, I agree, but I'm enjoying the women's division in AEW so much. Doesn't even matter who it is. It's so much better than it was a year ago. Yes. So much better than it was a year ago. It still has a long way to go. But lately on WWE programming, the women's division has been, other than maybe the Bianca Belair stuff, it's been abysmal. Like to the Mm -hmm. point of, I can't even believe the stuff I'm going to say about Raw and the women's division. It's really bad. Bleak. Yep. It's bleak all right. Some nerd on Twitter put together a list of like the average weekly number of minutes that a uh, you know women's wrestling has been on each show. Yeah, and like Raw and SmackDown were at like the you know dead bottom, and then AEW uh, Impact was in the middle, and AEW and NXT actually was at the top. Yeah, and it it totally reflects the strength of the of the divisions too. It's funny. It's almost like if you give them more time. It's almost like um, right exactly. Yeah, interesting. You know, you really could have stopped it when you said some nerd on Twitter put together. Yeah, a list. that was the end of that. So. Yeah, that was, yeah, that's a sentence right there. That's a whole paragraph. Oh God! So did you did you talk? Are you going to talk at all about the Mickey James thing about the women's wrestling, Joe? Did you see this? Did you hear this? What? Mickey James. Mickey James said in an interview that she uh, went to someone about doing an all-women's show in WWE, and they essentially just laughed at her and said that uh, Evolution was like the worst rated. Oh, yeah, they, said, they, exa- they did say that. Happen. That's absolutely true. They said that nobody watched Evolution, so why would we ever do that? Yeah. And then, and then like, two days later, uh, Stephanie put out a tweet about how um, if you give women the time, if you give them the investment, that right. you'll reap... The benefits and like, did you like it was like literally the day or right i know and then did you see what maria said about that no i missed that so maria said yeah she definitely. doesn't believe that stephanie's coming from a, an honest place at all she thinks that this what? is all just what? i know what a shock um she she said yeah that's all just that's all just posing and political that's not what? she doesn't actually believe that this is just for for all for optics and of course it is Okay, Maria doesn't even know who her baby's daddy is. So and really. yet she knows this. So, I know. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me, t- let me tell you what, though. I Okay, let me back up WWE. How often would this happen? If I had the talent in the ladies' division they have now, I wouldn't have enough. I mean, these women, even some of the good ones are going backwards. I don't know what's happening here. So the women's division right now, yeah, I wouldn't have a show or anything with all women. Yeah. They're they're well, they're regressing to a crazy point. Luckily, Raw is going to bring in some some fresh blood <clears throat> this week. <clears throat> ah, um, for, so Pen- we're back at poor Penelope Ford and Chris Statlander. Um, talked all over their match, but so yeah, Ford's out with the five and zero single record. And I remember a couple weeks ago that uh, Red Velvet came out with a perfect record too for a match right. and, and got basically she didn't get squashed but yeah she was there as food so we'll see what happens here uh, chris statlander's out with orange cassidy uh, to counter kip stabian who's out too jr says that statlander is a free spirit which is jr's way of saying i don't get this person it's kind of like when jr says someone's an enigma yes <laughs> he's not gonna get it's like it. the, the kids the kids like it but i don't get it um so in the the matches the match is fine the match is, is 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 as good as you would expect it to be. I liked it. Uh, Kip, yeah, I liked it too. Kip goes to interfere and Cassidy defends though to keep Kip away, and Statlander wins. So and Ford's five and zero single record is uh, she's now not undefeated. Yeah. She is defeated. 
Mm-hmm. And let me tell you how, again, AEW does stuff better than I would do. I would have never thought putting Statlander with the best friends. But they have a T-shirt right now. It's like the best friends on a rocket ship and she's <laughs> on the front. And yeah. It, it's, it so works. I'm so happy yeah. with this. Yeah. yeah. They're I, such weirdos I, and having fun. I really like Statlander. I love that they changed their music. That song is just perfect. Perfect place setting for them. It's really great. Um, Stat- oh, sorry. I got to chime in with the exact Maria quote that I loved so much. Um, because she talks about how if Stephanie has all this power, why is she not trying to help the women more? And then she, <laughs> here's her exact quote. She said, I see all these things that Stephanie is fighting for women's rights, but it seems more promotional than it does actual. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's, it's like when politicians say, we should help. I'm like, okay, that's why. You I can. You, you can. We should help. Do it. You. Only if only there was someone in the position of power yes. who could do something about this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ten promo. Uh, he wants to win it for Brody. Oh, this Brody was, was so sad and good. It was sad. I, it, was, it was good. I don't like... The dragging out of this, this. Oh, don't say that! Really, wrestling's escapism. I don't want to be saddened by. But it's like a minute, and it's, and then you feel good because he wrestles. He's trying for the title at the end. I. Okay, so you watch Being the Elite. They're all wearing Brody shirts. They do a Brody tribute. And listen, I love, I love Luke Harper. I love Brody Lee. Are they gonna? Are they gonna do this forever? For a while. They want him to be not forgotten, that's all. They're not doing it for money or for ratings. They're they are doing it out of a place of oh, good. No. I'm I, I agree that they're doing it for a good reason. They could be giving ten some character. They could have spun all these guys off in something else. I believe that the Dark Order exists so like really only because uh, it's a tribute to to Brody. Otherwise, like it would have been you know, it would have changed uh, in order to kind of break up that, sure, they could have been more evil. Connection. They could have had guys that broke out to be stars. Absolutely, yeah. I sure. yeah, like but John, you make. John, they could be. He, he makes could be a, a really good star. point. You make a really good point in the small version of. But what you're saying is, I think AEW's biggest weakness of all in a bigger version. If they fail or if they misstep, it's from being too nice. And I don't want to say that. I agree. I don't yeah. because I want them to be nice because I'm tired of mean evil people mm, in wrestling. Yeah. But when they misstep, it's almost always because you're being too nice. Best friends wrestling. Yeah. Best friends wrestling. Because ten, look at ten is a is a monster who can wrestle, and he's in that that doofy mask because they don't want to strip it yet because they're still mourning Brody. And I, but okay, I but to this point, it is working because if you told me ten was going to get over with me. I would have said no, but now he's over with me. So now if you do take the mask off, I'm invested. How about this? How about this? They're keeping, I got it. Because I said I don't have the fantasy book for them because they know what they're doing. Maybe this is what they're doing. They're not taking the mask off yet because he's growing out the Brody beard under there. And when it's done, he rips the mask off and they let him be the leader of the Dark Order. I don't know. That's a great beard. I, I couldn't grow that beard. That's a well, it would be the beard. start of that, you know. Okay, that's like a that's like a ten year beard, it's a starter beard. But uh, okay, anyways, it still it was a it was a tug at your heartstrings promo. It was it was effective, if nothing else. Yes. Um, up next, we get the nightmare trios match: nightmare factory, nightmare family. 
the factory, who are the bad guys, show up on Cody's bus, which is... Ooh, they, they stole it or something. Do we find out? I don't know. It's stole it, I guess. <laughs> so yeah. the Nightmare Factory, it's QT, Aaron Solo, and Camarado. Who? 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 Oh, don't say who. We know now. I know, but still, it's just weird. Because they're going up against names. I, I Listen. I, One I of the like names is Big here. Shoddy Lee shoddy Johnson, Lee Larry. Johnson. <laughs> I'm yeah. just not sold, but I did like everything that happened here, so I'm not. Yeah, it was it, fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, like he said, it's it's Shoddy Lee Johnson, Billy Gunn, and Dustin for the Nightmare Family. Um, yeah, match, match, match. They go to commercial. You know, we have a roster of actual simmering stars. You know, like these these guys who could use more TV time. You mean Billy Gunn? Like, oh wait, oh, I got the joke. <laughs> I got the joke. A long time. Why are we getting this story? Why are we getting these guys every week? I don't know. Um, They're fine. They're fine, but none of them are compelling. None of them are going to be anything. Maybe these young guys might, but not in this Not Billy Gunn, but that's not the story, though. He's just the fall guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lee Um, Majors. Yeah. A go-go, the the British (laughs) boxer bruiser guy. He punches Shoddy Lee and then Billy John. A go-go, Shoddy. What's your wrestling name? Shoddy. (laughs) Poorly built engine. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't Mm -hmm. a go-go one of the bad guys from like Double Dragon? Is that right? That's a dobo. (laughs) Or a a bo. I don't remember if it was a dobo or a bobo, but either one. I think it's a dobo. Because he's all I did was adobo the chicken was my joke, even though it's adobe. Yeah. Anyway. Mm, adobo chicken. Um, <laughs> he punch he punches Shoddy Lee. He punches Billy Gunn. I like that. Shoddy, body blow. Body me. blow. Body it's blow. it's okay. the bolo punch. He's down for the count. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess Paul when Paul White came to AEW, he brought his finisher with him and handed it off to a go go, <laughs> and QT steals the win. Yes. Okay. Right hook and- is not the same as. Body blow, though. But I get what you're saying. Well, Agogo is shorter than Paul White, so he's is that what it is? Him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It just goes okay. low. If you got into All a bar fight and there was easy. a guy with no shirt on, and he had two band aids over his belly button, would you at least try to punch him? I would. I would try. I would try to punch him yeah, in the you, big, big mouth. You gotta just say, hey, maybe. I would punch him in whichever part of his body was flashing red. Oh, okay, that's fair too. <laughs> yeah. Um. Camarado hits Dustin with a cowbell on a bull rope. Oh no, we're gonna have to have that the 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 strap match with these two. What's that called? The bull rope match. Bull rope. How long does Dustin have to be out of action to replenish his blood before his next match? (laughs) He's he's ready. That's the thing. (laughs) He's full of blood. How is how is that not a blood and guts match? The cowbell thing. yeah. He's got an unlimited supply because of the 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 uh, uh, the nightmare factory. He just pumps it out of those kids and into himself. That's Ooh, how he imagine stays how he so stays good. young. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Billy Gunn's on that blood too. Oh my God! Did you see his He's body? On something. He's on something. He's like a you giant. Got, okay, ju- you got the age of him. How old is Billy Gunn? Billy Gunn right now is probably. Ooh, well, is he old? Is old as Sting? No, he's not as old as Sting. So I'd say he's fifty-four. Fifty-seven. Oh wow! Okay. Oh my God! Fifty-seven. He is amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, 
Austin Gunn and Colton Gunn. Col- <laughs> Colt? Not, yeah. That's not that's real. real. Colton Gunn is a real guy. Colt and Gunn. Colton Sop. Yep, that's no. real. Colt Sop. Remington Gunn and uh, Howitzer Gunn. They're all out to save uh, save their daddy. Um, oh, my God. One of the guns is wild-eyed and has a headband, uh, has a headband so he looks just like a young buck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed that. But uh, QT uh, bails, and QT runs back out to the bus that they came in. And you can very visibly see Cody's face in the window of the yes. bus. He's standing there. What the just... announcers call it. That was yep. okay. Well, they have, they have to. So th- thankfully, they, they saw it. Oh, that's pretty obvious. you got to call yeah. this. So Cody's sitting there waiting for QT to open the door. I don't know why he knew that QT was coming. No to the idea. Bus, but that's what he's waiting. Um, they fight. They fight. They fight. They fight up to the roof. Wow. And suddenly a crowd shows up around the bus. How did the crowd from I don't know. the... <laughs> And then up on the roof, Cody. This is this is a miss on this episode for me. But up on the roof, Cody slaps a figure four on QT. Yeah, because you know it's stronger up there on the roof. Yeah, it's like when you do it on the table. Why are you gonna climb? Jump, 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 jump! Any crowd that sees two men on top of a bus fighting is gonna start chanting jump. Well, that's that's why we miss live crowds because (laughs) WWE would be so different right now if we had had live crowds for the last two months. Yeah, the truth. Yeah. So uh, we find out it's official. Cody versus QT at Blood and Guts. Omega and Nakazawa. Oh, it's by the way, it's MT Nakazawa now. Yeah, for some reason, it's not Michael anymore. It's MT, like MT promises. Um, But also, also, how did they get the graphics so fast for the Cody match? Like, and book it like in that one second. They're like, we just heard from how? But, and I understand this was a tape show, but that's not the point. No, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll be uh, uh, apologist here because if the, if Cody was returning, then AEW management would know he's returning, and he already has a reason to have a match with QT at Blood. Is that what it is? So it stands to reason it's already booked. But also, yeah, but, so. the other thing before you say the rest of the Blood and Guts lineup, um, MT promises uh, is how. Wow, that was really cool seeing Kenny Omega with all his titles. Oh. They couldn't do like a backstage thing to show that he was impact champion on from Sunday. Really have him on the limo. No, I don't, I don't think so. He had no titles. He was wearing a suit thinking that they're so clever that he wouldn't wear a, he wouldn't have to wear or carry his titles because he's in his like pro gear. Like it's his business, business attire where he's busy, busy with busy business. And so then we wouldn't think about it. Really, that's a big deal, and Don and him not talking about it's super creepy. Is Don still in charge of Impact yes. in some respect? Oh, that's yes. weird. That tells me that AEW is telling him to keep that stupid belt off their television. No, it's it's it'll be there on the live show, I bet. He'll come out oh, with that title. show, forgot about that. But it was a tape show, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. Yeah, but then, you know. I know, but Larry, this is a company that doesn't mess up stuff like that. So I'm saying, why didn't they just do a, a limo and redo a limo segment with the titles? That's all. Yeah, well, whatever. They should have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was the rest all of the right. card? Sorry, it was empty promises uh, against empty. Yeah. Uh, Mox and Eddie. We already knew that, but that was confirmed. There's a tag team eliminator match with SCU, Jurassic Express, for, excuse me, Varsity Blondes, and acclaimed. Um, for number one contender, I think. Ooh, okay. And then um, 
And then, uh, you know, John Moxley versus Yuji Nagata for the New Japan uh, U.S. Look at title. that. Oh, but that yeah. U.S. title match, that's not on Blood and Guts. That's the week after Blood and Guts. That's right. But they, announce, but they announce it here, and I'm thinking, what? Yeah, they put the graphic up for the, they say it's uh, the 12th that that'll be on. Okay, I was fooled. I thought it was on there. No, they had the they had the date on there. It was not on Blood and Guts. Well, I'm not saying they swerved me. I'm just yeah. lazy and mm-hmm. I was excited. No, that's well, fine. you would be you would be confused watching it too because graphically you could see it was a different graphic, but it was announced at the exact same time as yes. running down the Blood uh-huh. and Guts card. But still, that's like that's 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 news, right? That's that's news. a big deal. Yes, it is. Fun. fun. Yeah. Forbidden Door is busted. Wide I love open. it. Yeah. I tell you what, it's I I'm so every and Joe. Jo, Behind the scenes, every time I complain about wrestling, Joe's like, you're not complaining about wrestling. You're complaining about WWE. Yep. You're right. There's so much fun happening in the world of wrestling. Yep. <sighs> just, you just have I'm to just look away the from the mainstream company. to find it. Yeah. You know what I want? I want a uh, an open I'm challenge. Drive you crazy? I want an open challenge with Darby, and I want him to say, anyone... You know, come out of here for a match right now. I don't have a, I don't have a challenger, and I want either Ishi or Suzuki to walk out from the back, win, and just spend the next like three months just plowing through everybody in AEW. Could you uh, imagine how good basis. that would be? I would love to see that. But yeah, the thing awesome. is, if you fantasy book that, it's not like fantasy booking in WWE where like, oh, that will never happen. No, this could happen. Who knows? You don't well, know. That could happen. Yeah. Seeing Nagata coming to, to coming to TV and AEW, that all, all that means is that Ishii or Suzuki miss one road. Uh, I, I don't know what do you call them, Joe? Like one one circuit in New yeah. Japan, and they come back. And if you look at the way they schedule the wrestlers, you can do that. that. Could very easily happen. It so easily. If I could see Suzuki in AEW. I would have to stop reviewing it because I'm too much of a mark. If just if and I'll tell you what, if Okada is not in AEW at some point or Impact sometime this year, I'd be shocked. There you go. Suzuki Gun and Impact would make my. I know. Week just invading yeah. either show would be amazing. I'll just. Lance Lance Archer could be the the tie that binds. That'd be so yeah. cool. <clears throat> oh my god. Oh, oh wow! Sting versus Suzuki. All right, I'm just gonna move on. I, I would love to see Sting versus Suzuki. Okay. All right. Up next, um, Kip Sab- uh, Kip Sabian <laughs> is backstage, and he just gets a brutal, just disgusting beatdown from Miro. He deserves it. Miro- it's pretty uh-huh. funny. Uh-huh. Okay, this is what AEW can do. They gimmicked him up as a joke, and he just scared me right there. Yep. Yep. Effect- effective. He's very scary here. He breaks. Because you Kip's can fix off. anything in wrestling. Yep, Miro is terrifying. You can fix anything in wrestling. And if Miro's going to do this to his friend, imagine what he's going to do to his enemy. Yep. Yep. It was great. This, this abuser gimmick, while while terrifying, rightfully so, it could very well work for him because he's got those scary eyes. Right, because but this he, because he, it's not over. And and at the end of the thing, he hugs him and he's like, "We're good," yes, you know. and he leaves. That's terrifying. Yep. Uh, he breaks Kip's arm in a in, in a door. So imagine imagine we'll get a sling or a a, a cast. Next Good. Week. And the, but what, my one complaint about this is, and if you're a new viewer or you've missed a couple things here, nobody explains why Miro's motivated to do this. And J, all Jr. says at the end is, 
And took him to the woodshed. Yeah, he well, did yeah. say woodshed. I hate that. Yep. 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 All right. <clears throat> and it's our main event. Ten with the Dark Order is out. Uh, Turtle Darby is out with Sting. Um, he likes turtles. Darby, you know, you know, I'm not a big Darby fan, but... What? He's had, he's had a lot of good matches. Why? How are you not a Darby fan? Reminds me of Jeff. Jeff, uh, Jeff I know, but that, okay, I think JR's brainwashing you with the Enigma stuff. He, he, well, then, then it's JR's fault because okay. that's what that's what colors my this opinion of him. story. I see, I of, see Darby as someone who should stay in a tag team with somebody who can cut a promo. Oh my and god, I love Darby for okay, he's with stop it, Sting. stop it. Okay, you need to stop making fun of Darby now, right now. Say you like turtles <laughs> like he does. Okay, so listen, this story with Darby Allen wanting to. First of all, break Cody's streak of how many weeks can I go defending this TNT title? And if he does it this week, he win- he, he beats the record he's at nine. This story of he's going to wear his little body out, no matter how much he thinks he can go in a body bag, skate down a thing. do the- he He's going to kill himself and he's going to lose yeah. the TNT title in the process. And now everyone's just at the edge of their seat waiting, just waiting for it to happen. No matter how is much you like he, him or don't like him, he, it's we're waiting to see that moment. That story is he telling that story though? Because well, okay. you're right. The commentators like, are be, telling the story. The did commentators are telling the story. Told, Tony Khan's. Never, that's the story. I haven't seen it come out from of his mouth in a convincing way, and he's and, not saying it. He doesn't have to say it. Okay, All he said was it. he wants you'll, to be. You'll see it come out of Sting's mouth in about two. Exactly. Weeks. All he's yeah, saying. All he said so far was that he wants to be a fighting champion. That's all it takes, right there. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. you okay. know, and the, but I also right. think Joe's not exactly on point because for me, the story here isn't even Darby. The story is here is a secondary title that is been that is has its own like. Intrigue. Oh, of course. It's different. To oh, yeah. to it's totally different. It's got a more interesting legacy than the main title. Yes, for sure, it's like the old point. IC title was in yep. WWE. With, years ago. with Randy Savage, Honky Tonk Man, and and Steamboat and and all those and those guys and Ultimate Word. That you're right. So my Mr. Perfect. Story here is, oh my god, we have a secondary title. That is so interesting and seems alive. That title seems like it is a thing. It is a character. Yep, it is. It is. Did Did Darby ever get his win back? Wins back from Cody? I remember there was like the the tie, and then Cody beat him two or three times. But he's already is, beat Cody in his mind because he's he's going to defend it more. That's the thing, right? Exactly. Right. Okay. And then eventually Cody's going to want that title back. There's that title like I said has a life right now. God, I hope they keep that title so interesting. Yeah. Because it's the title. It's not even the people. It's like that title means something. I don't want to see some job or get it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's uh, but okay, wow. but that could be the story. What if Darby is so beat down some jobber gets it like a who attacked him? Uh jobberific. Oh, he's He's fighting ten now, so that that be a, that'd be an example. But uh, but I know you you asked if, I, he ever, if he ever got his win back. He yeah, because he he beat Cody for the, that title, didn't he? No, he wait the title. Wait, what was he the did. there? So Brody Brody Cody had Cody had it first, right? 
Yeah, Cody was the it. first champion. Then Brody Lee came in as exalted one and beat him in a shocker where Cody was trying to defend the title week after week after week and then couldn't do it anymore. And Brody just destroyed Cody. But then eventually Cody got it. Didn't he get it back? It took him like six months or more, but he eventually beat Brody. And then I'm pretty sure Darby won it from him. There Darby haven't been that many Cody. champions, so I'm pretty yeah, sure. Only been, yeah, there's only been, ah. what, three, four champions? So yes, four that was him getting his win back from Cody, but now he also broke Cody's record. And if anything, t- if this tells you anything, it, this ne- story is now about endurance because Cody wanted to defend that title every week and it didn't work out so good. Darby now is, is past that point, so now we're going to see, is he really a little skeleton guy that's like indestructible, or is he going to be... Is he getting defeated one of these weeks? And this means pretty much anyone can take this title off him. I still think it could be Miro next, but pretty much at any point now, this week, next week, whatever week he puts the title mm-hmm. on the line could be the last one. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it no, his his reign no longer matters because he's reached the point he needed to reach. Yes, um, it's not that it doesn't matter. So, it's that it it's almost time for him to lose it. Yeah, and Sting's got to be the mentor who's smarter than him. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 it's a good match. Uh, as we know, 10 is good. Turtle can wrestle. He, Darby can wrestle. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, yeah, it's perfectly fine. Um, there's some, there's some funky stuff about the match. X, uh, miscalls a Kimura as a Fujiwara armbar, which rubbed me the wrong way for some reason. Uh, the Dark Order (laughs) swarms after a dive to the outside, but they back off. It won't engage because Sting steps in. Correct. So there's some respect there, which is interesting. Dark Order absolutely is no longer like the heel faction. No, you know? they're they're they they are very respectful. They know yep. who's who here. Uh, and there's a distraction from Ethan Page, <clears throat> right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he actually cheats and throws uh throws Darby Allen into the ring post. Yep. Yep. Uh, but. Uh, Darby is not, he, you know, he's, he's, he's hurt by that. Uh, he has, oh, X calls a thousand, not a thousand yard stare. He says, uh, that Darby has a thousand mile stare. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's really far. You know, from, uh, from, uh, from he's Jacksonville, got, that would be to San Antonio. He's got the, the, the Hubble Kansas eyes. City, yeah. Yeah. Ottawa, Ontario, Port-au-Prince, Haiti. Wow. Uh, yeah. Also St. George, Bahamas, about a what thousand the, miles. Okay. Wow. Imagine all you could see. That's amazing. Darby uh, gets heelish though because he's desperate. He rips at the mask. He pokes the eyes. It's got to do uh, it. And he flips. Yeah, he flips off the Dark Order. So he's definitely feeling. Uh, he's feeling the the pressure here. But he does that that like back roll up while you're in a chokehold, and that's how he gets the pin. You know, so that's my least squeaks. favorite finish in all of wrestling, right? Yeah. I can hey, see why. My least favorite pin. I'm sorry. Do a dumb roll up. Yeah, I know, but it's my least favorite type of pin. But. Yeah. But I was okay with it. It's fine. Yep. Little guy squeaks out a win. I know it's more complex than that, but that's what happens. Respect, respect, which is nice to see. Um, Darby and 10. And Sting has a mic. And I'm wondering, is he going to ask Darby for a shot next? That's where my brain went. Uh, Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I think think Sting keeps trying to lecture him. And eventually Darby's like, I'll fight you. Maybe. I don't know what the story is, so. Well, I think I know the story as far as I think the next 
the me- next match will be a tag match. I think it's the next. The oh, next yeah. match is since to- Sting isn't going to be involved in a regular live match, then we could have Lance Archer and Darby against Scorpio and Page, Ethan Page. Yes. That is, yeah, because Scorpio comes out and chop blocks Sting yeah. while Page. Uh, holds Darby and makes yes. Darby watch. So that's the setup for what's next. Yeah, and, and we've then, had like Joe said. Yeah, and it makes sense because Lance Archer has been, you know, interacting with Sting and kind of facey when he's doing it. So yeah, it's definitely possible. Yeah. So yeah. So like Joe said, Lance Archer comes out to make the save for the end. And every time I when I saw Lance Archer, all I could think about was last week when Amy said uh murder herder. And now I just think of Lance Archer that's as like funny. a Swedish chef. That's funny. Uh, murder herd. Murder herd. So, so what do you think about this fantasy booking uh, real quick? Um, what if, um, so it's Sting and the managers then would be Sting and Jake the Snake on one side. That sounds pretty powerful. But Jake betrays Lance Archer and then teams up with the Page and Scorpio Sky who desperately need a heel's help at this point. Ooh, that would be, they could use him. Yep. I think that he would be much, much more beneficial to them right now. And that changes Lance Archer around. Yep. That's, yeah. Yeah, and I Lance would. Archer I would do that if I'm booking need, it. Yeah, that's what I would do. So. Page doesn't necessarily need a mouthpiece, but neither does Lance. Lance, I think, has shown himself to be a pretty good. Yeah. Uh, He's fine now. He's fine now. Yeah. So that's all. But wow, what a show! What an impact. Was that the special five-hour edition of Impact? No, they just liked it a lot. <laughs> okay, that's good. Um, because- yeah, but the thing is, that was a regular show. So don't get crazy about it. But wow, it was two hours. It was everything I wanted. And that was a taped show. Imagine Blood not and a, Guts. I know. I'm thinking the same not thing. A, not a wasted minute there. I did not feel like they wasted one minute of my time. Agreed. That's something. Agreed. Um, I have emails about uh, this uh, AEW stuff, and it says, uh, when is this from? Oh, thank you, kind hosts, for mentioning the tease dissent. is from Andrew, a.k.a. Mentioning the tease dissension between Brian Cage and Team Taz. I know it. I know it has not really been touched upon lately in AEW, but I certainly think it is going somewhere. Omega is collecting all the belts, every of the belt. Omega is also <laughs> to... Uh, Going to need to to more faces to run through before the presumed match against Hangman at full gear. Is that what you think? Okay. As we saw on Dynamite, Cage now has a victory over Hangman. So what else does Cage have? The FTW World. Oh, my God. He's right. (laughs) So do you think it's too far-fetched? I think that Cage ends up going face and getting a match with Omega at either Fighter Fest or Fight for the Fallen with both AEW and FTW titles online. No. I think that... I think that... Cage loses the FTW match in a rematch against Hangman, and then Hangman loses to Omega. And that, yeah, that's what I think. Oh, good God! He's never he's never put that belt up before. Why would he start putting it? up No, now? he did. He know. has. He has. He did at least once. Too. At least one time. Yeah. Right, I'm looking it up in the background. Go ahead. Yeah. I think he put it up against Darby. Um, it it says uh, it would. It would up Omega's belt count to five and be the last title he he could win unless they wanted Omega to win the NWA or TNT title. Well, you're thinking small there because he could win other things. Well, you're not. Think, think again. Um, but the other thing I want to say is we didn't say it in the news, but sure enough, um, Andrade challenged Omega to his AAA uh, mega title um, at 
Triple Mania, assuming a Triple Mania in August. So, so yeah, we might get Andrade and Omega next. That sounds awesome. You know what terrifies me about all this? What? Do not let Kenny get injured because... Oh, I know. It would ruin everything. But what... Did you look up the FTW title reign thing? I'm on Wikipedia, and all I see is that there was a match with Moxley where Moxley couldn't compete because of Renee's COVID. I don't know. Oh, yeah. So maybe it didn't happen. Maybe it was scheduled and never happened. That could be it. And then he was replaced by Archer or something? No, I don't know. I don't remember anymore. I'm looking. Yeah. But anyway, I swore it was once, but hey, what do I know? So uh, I have another one. Do you have another one? Larry, you got one? You have them from AW Ian? I, well, hold on, because, yeah. Hold on there. Things. Did you think you weren't going to read emails? Of course I didn't. Oh. But okay. uh, I'll round QB. Which one am I looking for? AW <laughs> Ian. Uh, what a wonderful phrase. Ah. I'll buy I it at a high price. Awesome. I am becoming increasingly convinced that Cody Rhodes exists in a different universe than the rest of Dynamite. He kind of does. For an hour and 40 minutes of the show, there's a consistent feel to the way the angles and the matches and the stories yeah. work. They're not the same, they have, but they all have similar signature. Oh, you want to talk about being thrown off? Wait till the next show we talk about. And then for about 20 minutes, we got a broadcast from a universe where NWA won in 1980s and the son of Dusty Rose is the biggest star in the world. I know. It's not bad. In fact, I like it quite a bit. But everything about the in-ring and the booking works on a different rules than the rest of the show. I agree with – I yeah, that actually makes I, sense. I see what you're and, saying. But I'm sure <laughs> Cody is calling all that. So, yeah, you're – Probably 100% right. <laughs> Speaking of the rest of the show, wow, did they cram in a lot this week. Yep. That's what she said. From the shock of Brian Cage's victory to Brandon Cutler to the Leeds young young boy to Miro attempting, Maro, attempting to murder Kip before hugging his, his head and saying, good talk. This show was packed with reasons to keep watching and reasons to watch next week. They even had a good Sean Spears promo, which I can't believe. Yep. But my favorite part of the match wasn't a match or a promo or an attack in the ring. It was a simple announcement of John Moxley versus Naka. 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 Try from the beginning, Larry, and you'll get it. Nak. No. No. Versus who? Yuji Nakasawa. No. Oh, my God. Botched. Yuji Nagata. (laughs) Is bringing it blue justice back to NTNA. And we're getting a TNT. new demand oh my God. title defended in AEW. Hopefully we get the Nakagata. Oh, my who, God. I've never seen this printed out. Who has faced Suzuki in the New Japan Cup last year. And that match gives me goose. It was great Thanks, match. Thanks, guys. It was so good. AWEN Plus. Pierre, as you have probably suggested a million times, but you've considered recording on Thursdays instead of Mondays or Tuesdays. <laughs> this wouldn't have means you wouldn't have to do... A, the podcast with a taste of our raw. I, sorry, I was going to spell it out. R A W raw in your mouth. Yes, I understand. A lot of people always used to suggest that and say like, well, then you won't do raw last and then it won't suck so much. Whatever. You won't have to be crying because you just reviewed the last thing you reviewed but, is the okay, worst. But it is raw. Yeah, it's still the biggest show. It. It's still the biggest that wrestling is. show in the world. So guess what? That's the one that's last. That's how we do things here. Because it is, even if it's a bad trend, it's the trendsetter. It's yep. the it's the the yep. eye getter. It is what the if fart stirrer. Fall. Yes. What if its ratings fall below? Uh, 
wish. Another show. I wish. Yes. Well, then we'll see. It's not impossible at this point. All the trends. Okay, so real quick. uh, FTW title has been defended three times. Brian Cage Cage beat Brandon Cutler in November. Okay. Uh, He beat Will Hobbs in uh, last July. Um, It was Will Hobbs that I was thinking of. Okay. Oh, wait, no, hold on. These dates are written in in British, uh, the British way, so I'm getting it wrong. He beat Brandon Cutler in March. Okay. beat Will Hobbs in uh, October. Got it. And he beat Brian Pillman Jr. in uh, July. Where were those matches? Those matches were on... Pillman Jr., that had to be on Dark. uh, Pillman Jr. and Cutler were on Dark, and Will Hobbs was on Dynamite. That's the one I was thinking of. Got it. Okay. Do you remember any Will Hobbs match? Yeah, that one. The one against Christian Cage. Oh, okay. I don't remember that. (sighs) Yeah. Because I I remember Will Hobbs popping out of nowhere. That's all he's known for is, oh, wait, there's Will Hobbs. And then he turned to you. Yeah. Okay. We need someone. We need need Calvin Tankman to come to AEW so we can have a tag team called Calvin and Hobbs. Oh, that'd be good. Calvin Tankman. Calvin the Tank. Okay. So I guess we're going, what are we just doing raw now? No, guess what? Now we banned SmackDown this week again, which again, we might bring it back next week. But no, instead of just doing Raw, we are going to go to a world we haven't been to. Well, Larry hasn't been to in many, oh many, many years. Oh and my God. I would, I should have looked it up. How long has it been? A lot of time. Impact Wrestling Kids, oh. we, we wanted to do this because, well, they just had a pay-per-view and lost the world title to a guy who is in a different company. So there you go. I thought you just what? wanted to really kill me because I came so close that you're like... Larry, as as the guy who most recently re- has been reviewing Impact on a regular basis for Smart Wrestling Fan, I just want to say thanks, kid, for stepping up and, and oh taking on it. I really appreciate it, you know, <laughs> because uh, someone's got to do it. And uh, Listen. Yeah. That's why we have interns. It's great. This, this, spoiler alert, this is like going to a class reunion and seeing the girl that everyone made fun of because she wore overalls and pigtails. Ooh, she could never be attractive. And then she's moderately attractive at the, but still. Wow. Moderately, yeah. It's, it was like, it, this was like that, that old 80s movie where, oh, the girl's so ugly. Could you ever get her a date for prom? I'll bet you, whatever, they did five bucks and then. You know, the guy that killed all they did was take off the glasses. That's yeah, they they take off the glasses, (laughs) tell her to take off the pigtails, which is always a mistake. But yeah, she don't wear the paint overalls because you're an artist. So, impact, impact the the child of TNA. Yeah, my friend of me. So, we start off with rebellion (laughs) recap. Hey, listen, they make rebellion look good, not with the money, but they make it look good. They do so. So then we go in and we open with something interesting. My notes say everyone is barking outside Scott D'Amore's office. I think they're waiting, but... Yeah, I think waiting was... But they could bark, too. They could park out there as well. Maybe they're parked, yeah. Why does Scott look like he did 30 years ago? Scott is Benjamin Button as well. Now, here's my my theory. If you look like a normal person, you're going to age. I'm sorry. But if you look like a cartoon character, you never age. Jimmy Durante looked like he was 70 for 60 years. That could be true. The other thing is, uh, if you lay off them drugs, uh, you're probably going to stay uh, pretty young. So, 
That's it. Sure, chocolate's a drug. I didn't say that. Uh, wow. So they all want a, ch- a title shot. They're like, hey, hey, we want to be a number one contender here. We want to, you know, we got this whole thing going on. And Scott says, hey, I'm going to the ring. I'll address it. And then Don Callis comes out. Oh. And this is great. He's on the phone. And he's like, yeah, Kenny, hey, we're all working on having your celebration here tonight. You're going to be on Zoom, right? We're going to do this. Yup. <laughs> Fantastic. Scott says, hey, listen, we, ha- we have a contract here. If Kenny isn't here in person, yep. I'm stripping him of the it's title. Like Zoom. It's Zoom. What are you talking about? That's <laughs> not, That's this is a TV show, pal. Now, technically, this is my bad booking. I would want Kenny to come in and get here at the last minute and then do a Zoom celebration from backstage. That would be like amazing. They would be in the ring, but he yep. would be Zooming in from That would be awesome. But that's me being dumb. Uh, that that then I see for the first time in years the TNA Impact opening. It's not the worst. Well, this is, here's the thing. That's a new, Larry. That's a new opening too for this for this show. Okay, it's not the worst ever in TNA Impact history. Yeah, it's not the best because the whole gimmick is we own the night. Yeah, because nothing else is on. There's no other wrestling Correct. program. On this night. Correct. So I think. Really I think. Bragging, well, here's the thing. I think NXT UK is on, but that's you know that's only on Peacock, so no one watches that. So Scott's in the ring, and he says, "Guess what? There's no rematch clause because this was a special. Yep. I'm wrestling somebody from another Fed, which is a good enough excuse for yeah. me." Yeah. So he says, "What we're going to do is we're going to have a six way at the pay per view." under siege to determine Omega's number one contender. But, hey, I already threatened Kenny. If he's a no-show, that match is just going to be for the title. Ooh. Hey, this is interesting booking. Yep. And it makes people people watch the whole show. So over the next two weeks, he tells us, there'll be six qualifying matches to get in. Hey, that makes sense to keep me interested. Mm Mm-hmm. So the first qualifying match is Jake something versus Chris whatever. (laughs) But it is actually Jake something versus Chris Bay. Chris Bay's back. Yeah, he was injured. Yeah, he's back. And Jake something used to be one of the Deaners. He was Jake Deaner. He was Jake something. He was cousin Jake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Depending on which week it was an impact, he was a different guy. Same person. Matt Stryker and D'Lo Brown start talking. Good God, no. Okay. It's not. It's not. All Josh wrestling Matthews. commentary is sucking. So I gave. I know these guys they're like they're right. they're right there with the trend of bad commentary. Well, one bad thing they do is because the whole gimmick tonight is, hey, what's going on backstage? Has Kenny shown up yet? So they use this as a way to name drop all the people who do backstage yep. stuff. Mm-hmm. We don't care. They're hard workers and they're amazing. And right, but I don't want to hear, hey, Fred's yeah. back there. Can you give me an ETA? Yeah, I don't care about he that. Means nothing. Don't ever name check somebody who's not important. That's a writing tip for everybody. Well, for TV on TV, you're absolutely correct. Uh, in a lumberjack match, I guess, but it's not. But still, all everybody who was upset and came out around the ring just hangs out here. So it looks like a lumberjack match. Yeah, whatever. This I've never ever heard in wrestling. D'Lo and Stryker talk about how good Rebellion is. Yep, I've heard that before, and then. D'Lo says oh one God. of the things he feels was a high point of rebellion is we had some really great calls. Oh, my <laughs> God. He's putting the commentary team over. How stupid. What? But this is, is the same guy. Commentary. This is the same guy that said somebody got impaled in the ring and they didn't. So he just says stuff. 
But I was like, I've never heard that. It's kind of stupid. But wow, Stryker says, oh, I'll out stupider you. Stryker says, hey, <laughs> this is the first qualifier match. And if I know Scott, there's going to be more qualifiers before we get to. <sighs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Yeah, because if there wasn't, dummy. there would be one person in the match at <clears throat> yeah. Under Siege. Mm-hmm. Wow. <sighs> then Stryker says to clothesline people we don't like in real life. Yep. Like, don't you wish you could just clothesline people in real life? No. I Not don't really. I, do I don't really feel like that. Picking yeah. the people I'm around, but no, I don't <clears throat> ever feel like that. <sighs> Something is distracted. <laughs> Bay wins with the roll-up. Yep. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. fine. Sneaky cam. How I have missed Cam, I know. Cam Gimmick. You c- don't call it Sneaky Cam. Call it by its real name. What? Peekaboo Cam. Peekaboo Cam? Yeah. And Yeah. Okay. It, okay. Technically, it was Peekaboo Cam because they were going around. Don tells Kenny, hey, take the jet. Just get here. You got to do it. Then Sammy Callahan, for some reason, comes in to poke his nose. Hmm. Am I missing something here? What? About Sammy Callahan? Yeah. Why is it Sammy Callahan? He's, a, he's kind of like a top shark of, of impact. Yeah. He's, okay. he's a, there was no like anything before. Okay. Just, think he's so. just, just a former weird. world champion and he wants to he He's I, very interested in this. Yeah. You're going to get a lot. Be, of, I think you're going to get a lot of uh, teasing of, of who an impact is going to face. Uh, who's like the dream match with Omega. And I think that Sammy's an obvious first, first uh, dip into that. Unfortunately, I think it's Eddie Wolf, but that's a different story. So we'll I have to be honest here. Every time I see Sammy Callahan, I wonder why he's on any show. I'm Are like, you serious? No, it's not that he doesn't. He's not a good wrestler or anything. I'm like, oh, this is where you are now. Oh, this is where you okay, are. Okay, fair I enough. I can't keep track of his career. He's he's I'm been like, in. Oh, the, Sammy's it, doing this now. Listen, he's been, he's been an impact now. for a long time. But yeah, he was in Lucha Underground for a minute, and he was here, and he was in NXT. I know. It's like I know Sammy Callahan, but I never know where I've, he is. Or where I've talked there. to him in depth. I've met him. Um, and at a show like down the street from my house back like 13 years ago, 14 years ago, um, and talked to him a lot. So, and I know his backstory and his, um, yeah, I know stuff. I know things. No, he's fine. And if, if, if wrestling was what wrestling was in the attitude era, yeah, I think he would be in a better position, but it's not. Okay. Mm. Taylor Wilde is being interviewed in the back. Remember her? I and sure do. Says, hey, guess what? She says, I'm main staging at Impact Palooza. What the heck? I don't know. She's excited to be back. Yeah, but Tenille it's almost... Dashwood I don't know. What? I don't understand. I just don't get her. But I don't understand why it's so big a deal she's back. But maybe somebody knows something I don't know. Oh, Tenille no. Dashwood comes in. She interrupts. And she needs a tag partner. I'm glad you're here. I want a tag partner. But, you know... Taylor is focused on singles, though, and Tennille Dashwood can't understand it. I actually well, like that. Yeah, Emma or Tennille Dashwood's character is basically, <laughs> she's in her own influencer bubble, and she thinks that whatever she says will be real. So if she says, oh, good, so you'll tag with me, even after you just said no, she thinks that means you will. So she's yeah, very, like- very delusional. It's also a bill. It's the Billy Kay storyline, but being done by Impact. And That's kind of what it like, is. Yeah, I, I see. I'm like, oh well, Impact will actually do something with this because they rely on their, you know, they rely on their stories to somehow pay off in some way. I hope. I don't know. I haven't been watching that yeah. much of it, but yeah, it's the second bite at the apple for that storyline. Ninety mm-hmm. percent of people writing expect that the story will have an ending, except people <laughs> writing for WWE. 
it'll just trail off. Can you imagine if every great author was like, you wrote Old Man the Sea, and you were like, it'll just trail off. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's, he's got he's a still fish. The, he's just still in the sea. <laughs> eh, it's, it's, it's got a fish. It'll eh, and they, the end. Uh, by the way, Stryker's email is asleep at the beach sixty nine. There no, you go. Really. But it is asleep at the beach. What? I don't know. Sam Vio versus W. Morrissey. <gasps> Who? Who's that w. guy? Morrissey. Yeah, we talked about it already on the pay per view. Yes, that is Big Cass. Wow. He still okay. he still should learn to wrestle. His he's in shape, but oh my god, his match. Mm. Well, let's see who he's wrestling because <sighs> Sam Beal. Yeah, Sam Beal. And Cass. okay, let me talk about Sam Beal for a second because here's what they talk about: Stryker and and D'Lo talk about uh, rebellion. Yes, how do you sell Sam Beal? So Stryker's like, well. Did you write down exactly what he said? Yeah, he said he said Sam Beal. He wasn't on. Well, for okay, but, okay. To get to that, he goes speaking of rebellion and making it whatever at a at rebellion, and then he, what does he say? He goes, Go ahead. Sam Beal. What? He wasn't on rebellion, but he showed up anyway. That's the kind of guy he's. What? He was not on the pay per view, but he's on the roster, so he was backstage. Wow! Wow! This I know so much about this guy now. He comes. He shows up to work. I obviously know he's not a jobber, right? Yeah. You know who else comes to the show? You know, fans come to the show. Mm-hmm. The guy, <laughs> guy who sells hot dogs. The guy that runs the cables. Yeah. yeah. They, they all should get a shot. Oh my god! So I guess Morrissey's going to be the heel and Sam's going to be the face, but. You kind of got to root with for Morrissey because he's having that you know girlfriend in a coma thing. So I know, I know it's serious. I know, but then Morrissey takes the mic and he says, "Is today Sunday?" Because I really can't tell anymore. Well, every and day is like says, Sunday. And then he says, "Everybody in the locker room and everybody in the wrestling are just bad people, and I am too, but I just admit it." Whoa! Wow. Don't expose the business like that, or? Marcy. <laughs> Cripes. <laughs> but you know, okay, listen. I know Kaz. We whatever our history is, but it was a good uh, little promo there that I understood everything he was saying. And Dino thinks he has a tra- translate. He's like, "Hey, hey," he said that everybody in wrestling is bad, and he is too. But he just admits it. I just heard. It's like he just said that word for word. Also, yeah. Also. um, yeah, Morrissey maybe should just cut some more promos and not wrestle because wow, this match sucked. Uh-huh. No, it was fine for big big guy squash. It's fine, but it shouldn't be just fine. We should be entertained by him beating up the jobber, and I really wasn't entertained. No, the problem is you see this and you're like, what happens when he has a real match where he has? To That's what I'm afraid of. Face. Yes. Yeah. So super squash, Beal gets beat like now. Like how soon is now? Like right now. I was and just gonna Morrissey. say that. Oh. Yeah. He took oh, it. Sorry. But also, he didn't Meet even his use murder. his East River Crossing. He used like a power bomb to win. What was that? Yeah, a jobber match. Good job. Morris, Morrissey has has edge face, I kind of noticed. I don't know if you guys picked ah, up on that. Well, I he has, almost put that in my notes. Well, we said that at the pay-per-view. Yeah, he has edge face. Oh, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. I almost put that in my notes. Yeah. Well, that, you subconsciously put that in there for me, Joe, because I don't remember you saying that. Yeah. But And then the other thing I want to say is that I was more entertained by watching Olmos wrestle this week 
than I was. You know why? Because first of all, it's Omas, but second of all, he Omas <laughs> it's is it'll always be <clears throat> Omos to me. <clears throat> they did tell us that for weeks. Um, I know, I Omas know. is awesome. That's why. There you go. I was excited because Kimberly's backstage. She says, I'm going to beat up Tim Taylor Wilde. And Deanna Perzat, I say her last Perrazzo. name. Perrazzo. I've had eight, six beers. Eight, oh. Uh, Apparently uh, doesn't have an iPad linked here on Cloudy Whoa. What? Where did that come Tells from? Tells me a lot. Why would Paris not have a link to my iCloud account? What is going on? Is somebody hacking me? Yes. Am I being the hacked? You're getting the hacked. Paris Hilton is hacked. They hacked me. Hack so, sounds uh, like something that Taz would name his next son. Yes. <laughs> I think you're right. I just, I hope he never has a daughter. She'll have the worst name ever. Uh, Deanna is not going to go to ringside. You guys can handle this. I'll stay back here safe. But wow. Kimber and Susan are going to take care of Taylor Wilde. Wow. Susan intrigues me. Susan intrigues you, and she is your type of character where she's like McFoley with three, three faces of Foley like that. But... Also, um, I, why did I never put this together until this week? Remember Rich Swan and can you handle this? Can you handle this? Can you handle me kidnapping you and then throwing you out of the car or whatever? That was Susan. They're still married. That's so disappointing. Is, is Susan Sue Young? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Susie, okay. Susan, Sue Young, all the same same person, like McFoley, different characters, like a split personality. But yeah, I didn't realize that she was the one that Rich Swan, you know, fought with, put in a headlock, chucked her in a car, and she tried to escape out of the car, and then he got arrested. And that's why he got he left WWE because they fired him or whatever. Yes, I didn't know it was her. But it did take me back to the old days of of TNA. <clears throat> Because she had the same kind of gimmick that Joseph Park have, where I can't stop watching her and wondering what she's doing, even if she's just on screen and not. And you know, that's so, funny you say that because he's also the, he might as well be the same character as McFoley Wright, as far as, mm-hmm. yeah, he has the mask version and the unmasked version or whatever, but she has the face paint version and the, and the Karen version and the, the, whatever you want to call it, anime version or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So, so then they the only, but then Havoc comes in to laugh at the champ and leaves. So, okay. Yes. Whatever. Who or is the other Impact lady who, or TNA lady who, you're like, thinking of clipboard? You're thinking of uh, Miss Tessmacher. Yes. <laughs> Tessmacher. Yeah. Thank you. It's all coming back. I love Miss Tessmacher. She's great. Let me tell you what happens next. Willie Mack comes in, in for an <laughs> There is only room in wrestling for one person who is Willie Mack. If there was more Willie Max, I would hate it. But when you have one Willie Mac, it's amazing. I love Willie Mac. He's, he's yeah. just he. She's like, hey, you got beat up. And he's like, all the new guys come in and pick up, pick on me. But you know what? I'm going to get Morrissey back. Why not? That's how he is. Yep. He's like, hey, Morrissey pinned me in that match at the pay per view. That was the match was that was for nothing. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll get him. I'll get him then. You guys. You- you guys are reporting on the gist of it, which is good because I couldn't understand a word of what he was saying Aww. except that he wanted a match for Under yeah, Siege. But like I that's, said, you can't have multiples of him. But one is perfect. It's like yeah. a no homers yeah. club. He is, the, he is the totally. throwiest throwback that there ever was. Mm-hmm. 
But oh, now we get Kimberly with Susan versus Taylor Wilde. Uh, first of all, Taylor Wilde's new song. Oh, good God. Get it out. OK, here. give me a second. My first thing was glad to see Kimberly. Second thing. Taylor Wilde's music is the worst. That I can't like, believe how bad it is. And then it. But it's but, jokey bad. But here's the thing. I was reminded of something, though. Her old song from Impact, if you now listen to it, it meant nothing like 10 years ago. But if you now listen to it, it's the iconic song, Rip That Song Off. Joe, who is thinking of that? Okay, me. I'm saying I'm the only one, but, but yes. you. But only, I know. only you. Joe's I know. got that brain disease. Yes, I do. <laughs> I can't help Larry, it. You, Larry, like, you're going to no notice. No one else is e- I, Taylor Wilde's TNA music. What? Okay. <laughs> I know. Anything less <laughs> taking up rent in my mind than that. All right. I'm sorry. Larry, you're going to notice watching Impact that the music on Impact is generally really it's terrible. It's so when you, bad. When you hear, when you hear uh, Gallows and Anderson's music, oh, it's embarrassing. You just, your jaw will drop. Just well, drop. Well, the thing is, it's so bad. When I heard this music, it's so bad that I thought, oh, is she secretly Is she a singing heel? this? <laughs> yeah, oh, is she, she secretly, secretly a heel? Like the Japanese yeah. heel who sings their own right. music. <laughs> and she's a heel, yeah. Uh. <laughs> So yeah, but I'm ignoring the fact that all night we're getting updates from from Delo's text about where Kenny is. Oh but, God, yeah. But, but then when we got the one segment where we go backstage with with, I don't know how they do that. They jump backstage and they jump back on the table. But whatever. But one time when they're backstage, they're like, "We we can't worry about Kenny Omega or whatever. We got to watch this." This match. The striker keeps saying that we, we got to stop worrying about this. You're the commentator. You keep bringing it up. Yeah. And then, is okay. someone in your ear that we don't know about? <laughs> yes. And then the other thing is I need to talk about the middle of this match. Can I talk about the middle of this match? Is this the shoe part or which part? Not the shoe. The shoe was weird because the yeah, camera the angle was wrong, so it botched it. Yeah. But not the shoe part. The part where <laughs> Taylor Wilde is trying to do her submission her her new submission, okay? Oh, the first time, yeah. The first time. She doesn't get it, so you don't know what it is. And the commentators can't figure out what her finisher is. <laughs> so so Delo's like, what is she doing? Like a like a sharpshoot? No. What is that? Scorpion? No. What? But I don't understand what she's doing. And then Stryker, to protect the women's division and the returning Taylor Wilde, makes up this little gem. I heard the knockouts. <laughs> Backstage, talking about the different things Taylor Wilde is trying. She calls them kooky submissions. You never know what they're going to be. That's not real. There's no kooky submissions. You're just saying things. Because guess what? At the end of the match, she does it successfully. It was just that part of the match was not for that move. That's all. And by the way, spoiler, it's a trailer hitch. It's Jamie Noble Boy. So there you go. Listen, yeah, yes. credit to you that you recognize that as a trailer hitch because I didn't know what it was. Well, it, yeah, it was it's, it's a little messed up. Trailer hitch. And also, poor Kimberly, it's like, didn't know what to do. She's like, oh, where do I put my legs? I don't know. You it know was what sad. Kimberly needs to do. What? Kimberly needs to call me. But uh, okay. D'Lo, yeah, wow. D'Lo goes, do you know how you write, put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable? That type of All thing? All the time. Yeah, D'Lo is talking about how he's supposed to say, hey, hey, you know, Kenny doesn't show up. He's going to be stripped of the title. Right. 
but he says it like, if Kenny Omega doesn't show up, he's going to be stripped of the title. Like right. he just heard that on the text. I know. <laughs> right, like it's new information, correct. Susan yeah. tries to use the shoe, but it looks like we're in the, what was the old series, Get Smart? It looks Right, like she's, like she's on the phone. Answer a call. Yeah, because she doesn't like, hit her with it because she gets because I thought she got caught by the referee. But when we quick switch back to the ring, the ref's still looking the other way. So I don't understand what just happened. Was she sniffing the shoe? I don't know. I have no idea. Which would be a great gimmick. Wow. Uh, but we've already had the foot thing with the what's his name? Uh, foot uh, foot foot Tony Atlas. Starts with an S. Sam Shaw. Cedric. No. Cedric, Cedric the Entertainer. <laughs> they had a beard. We're gonna do this. Uh, Scrappy Doo. Uh, WWE. Had a beard, had a baby with uh, Snitsky. Kane and oh, Snitsky. Snitsky. Got it. Damn. Okay. Uh, really, I, wanted say, I wanted it. My notes say weird leg lock, Taylor. I know. It's either Indian death lock or trailer hitch, whatever it was. I don't it's know. It's not an Indian death lock. Okay, I whatever. Know. Yeah, I know. It, I'm not yeah. saying she has a great wrestler. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I know. But what I'm saying is it's definitely not kooky submission. <laughs> That's not a thing. Unless next week. She does a whole different leg lock because she's making it up as she goes, and she calls her finisher the kooky submission. Then I'm going to give credit to Stryker completely. No, because if that happens next week, they just came up with that. To well, they probably just listened to me. And it yeah. is actually fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heels attack Taylor, but uh, t- what is her name? Tennille? What is her name now? Tennille Dashwood. Yeah, Tennille. Tennille comes out and help- <clears throat> obliviously helps her. Yeah. Because we're going to be tag partners. Yes. I actually like that. And I like the fact that... But Taylor keeps out. saying, no, we're not. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. I like that. But I, And I also like the fact that I don't think Taylor Wilde is a good wrestler, and they put her against Kimberly, so that was fine. Yeah. Uh, flashback from 2019, Eddie Edwards. Why? No. Okay. Well, I know. All I could think about there was that Josh Matthews was calling it, and it instantly soured me for whatever was coming up next. I know. And who did he don't. beat? Petey Williams? No. I can't remember. Don't say his name. It's like if you say his name, he may come back. <laughs> yeah, okay. It was, it was Petey Williams. It was a four-man. Petey like Williams. A, <laughs> quadruple threat. What do you call those? A, a four-way dance. It was yeah. Petey Williams and Edwards and... God, it's killing me. Who was it? Other guy. The guy who was in the t- the uh, X Division match that's coming up, I think. Was Ace Austin. Really? Ace Austin. Ace. Yeah, that's why that... 2019 could have been. That's why that this replay existed. Yeah. Ah, uh, now you, well then why did they announce old. it was Eddie Edwards being pimp, pimped? Because that was a big part of the match. Mm-hmm. Chris Saban was it? Chris Saban? No. Yes. Yes. No. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't write it down. It doesn't All matter. Was, that was a, re- a that was a time filler. Yes, I did not need to see this. this was no. <sighs> Outside of uh, Scott's office, he he leaves. And then Scott says, hey, Kenny will be stripped. We know this. But then Moose comes in. He says, why do I need to qualify? Oh, Moose is being a real bully. Yeah. And Mm. Moose grabs Scott and shakes him around. James Storm comes in. He says, well, you have to qualify. And guess what? It's against me. And you should pack a lunch if you're going to fight somebody. And I packed you two lunches. And here they are. Let me tell you what. That may not be the best thing you've ever seen in wrestling. It's better than a rose in the butt. It's still better than a rose with thorns up your butt, and it's yeah. still better than almost anything that happened in WWE other than Brian versus Reigns this week. That's what they say. A lunch yeah. in the hand is worth two roses in the butt. I heard that. Yeah. Now, let me tell you what is really good, and I'm shocked. Impact X Division Championship rematch. Aust- Ace Austin, 
versus the champion Josh Alexander. Here's my notes. Oh my god, I love first this off, match. First off, they had a paper cut move, which is pretty cool. They do. Time. He has the card and he cuts your hand with it. Yeah. Then I write, this is a really good match. And then I write, I've changed my mind. This is a really, really good match. This match. Oh, my God. I loved it. This was a really good match. I was, this was an AEW opener match. Yep. I was so into this. Even though I th- – and, and here's the thing. Josh Alexander from the North with his crazy headgear and whatever, he is a freaking beast. He is awesome. But Ace Austin is also a great wrestler. And when Austin lost the title in that uh, X Division match on the pay-per-view, they, you know, then you expect Josh Alexander to retain. When I'm watching this match, I thought this could go either way. That's how good this match was. No idea. Yeah. This was this was an AEW match, AEW yep. match where it was super good. I don't care who wins, and I believed anybody could win. Yep. Yeah. Ace yeah. Austin is like their their modern AJ Styles. He's really he's very really great. talented. And Josh Alexander, like I keep saying, he is a beast. Like in some other, like like a new, like not quite like a reincarnation of Kurt Angle because Kurt Angle's still alive, but it's close to that. <laughs> But ace ace taps to Alexander. It doesn't matter. Both guys looked great. Yup. Yeah. Now let me tell this, you what happened. This was like the old TNA match. The match where like you think back to uh, TNA. yes AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, Samoa Joe, Kurt Angle. Absolutely. I agree. And here's what happened to me right here because I thought, oh my god, I want them in AEW. Later on, I had to look someone up, so I went to the AEW roster. If you're bored, go to AEW's roster and realize the weak point of their company. There are so many people on that roster for a two-hour show. I know. It's just It's many. a shame, and they have really good. three shows, and two of them are on the internet, and that's got to change soon. Those, those guys on that roster, almost everyone and ladies, are good, and I like them. But yep. So <clears throat> we, need that, we need that second television program. Yeah. That's canon, and shows. that matters. Yeah. Their internet shows are not worth seeing because there's so many squashes. There's, there's some good listen, matches on there. I wouldn't but say just yeah. a wash that's in what these an squash show matches. Is. And that's the thing. Because I wouldn't so focused on keeping their ranking system in tune. Right. That's, that's a thing. And I wouldn't say it's not worth seeing. I would say it's not worth going out of your way to see. If you're bored and you're playing a video game and you want to have that on the side, watch that. That's neat. And that's cool that you could have that extra wrestling to watch. But it suffers from the same thing as WWE with too much content that doesn't mean anything and nobody's watching 205 Live yet it still exists. Nobody's watching Main Event yet it still exists. Hardly anybody's watching NXT UK and that could be really good sometimes. But no one's watching these shows because there's too much content to watch. So why in the world would we watch something that's on YouTube where if we know that if anything important happens, they're going to tell us about it on, on Dynamite. So why would we bother? So, yes, they desperately need that extra show right now. But go back to Impact. I'm sorry. No, no. that there was a, Everything is absolutely true. Yeah. Uh, Don's on the phone with Kenny. And is it Swinger? Johnny Swinger. Yeah. Yeah, that was okay. He's, a, he is the, he's the throwback in his own mind. He thinks it's 1975. Yeah, Hernandez comes in. Oh, Hernandez. He still exists. He's muscle for hire now, though. He's a mercenary now. Don I'm a mercenary now. 
He wants them to go pick somebody up. Why do we get a convolutive story of, I want you to go pick these up. And it never pays off. Yeah, well, first off, convoluted story. We don't drive, so we'll have to get one of our goons. We're going to get Dino to go pick him up. And it's like, then this should lead to antics, right? You just told me 80% of a story. It never goes anywhere. Nope. So whatever. Uh, Jordan Grace? God, why does they spell Jordan like that? Jordan and an E. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? It's not even a real name. So yeah, it's made up. She should call me. Oh my God! Stop, Larry. No, she's. Oh, good God! Oh, how long has she been on TNA? Forever. A while. I've missed so much. And uh, Rachel Ellering. Why, Rachel? Rachel. Rachel Ellering. We see. We saw her in NXT. Uh, I know. Well, I know. I remember all the Rachel Ellering stuff. She was what Rachel Evers there, right? So uh, yeah, they're the new lady tag team, and then. Fire and Flava. Yep. I, God, I like the name. I'm sorry. They come in and they want their rematch and they are lighting it up. Hey. Good God. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. It made me laugh. So, yeah. So, listen. This, and Joe and I talked about this after we, and we both. Joe, it's it's if you've watched wrestling so long. Yeah. How this was the most, it was like. You're talking about Ryder versus Hawkins part yes, two, aren't you? It, just oh my god how you slammed on the brakes <clears throat> of one thing this turned into something else this brought I, the show to a screeching halt of wwe boring match proportions it really did and i didn't realize how much of my love of not wwe is because it's stuff different that i haven't seen we get an under siege qualifier of uh of Brian Myers versus Matt Cardona. Okay, it's Zack Ryder. My first, it's funny. My first line in my notes was, who wants this? When I talked to Joe about this match, the first thing he said was, who is this for? Who wants this? this? Yeah, who is this That's what I ask. Um, Yeah, last week I talked about, um, or was it the week before? I can't remember. But I talked about how (laughs) Brian Myers, I called his finisher two roster cuts, but it's just the roster cut, and he went for two of them. (laughs) So it's not two roster cuts, but that would be funny. But yeah, when you have a move called the roster cut, and your whole gimmick is that you got fired from WWE, I've already tuned out pretty much. And when your match is a match from SmackDown. But it's not. It's a match from like... It's like from Raw when you're in the Divas Dead spot and and then they bring yeah. out like and then they go, okay, what's happening backstage? And there's like a fight and your match is in picture in picture. That's what this is. And I'm not being mean. God knows I spent years saying push Zack Ryder. I like I like And I Ryder. like Kurt Hawkins a lot. But this is this I don't want these two together just because they're friends. No, this is not interesting to show. me. Yes. This, so, is, yeah. this is a feud that on paper makes some it only makes sense on paper because you think they were a tag team, right? They never got a blow off feud, and then now they're out on the independence or TNA, or whatever. And you can have that, but then if you don't, if no one's watching, nobody even built interest in them, why would anyone care? Their because fans on Twitter care, and that's it. This is just no, no, thanks. It's I wish they were like fight. I wish they were like fighting over the the action figure collection or something. At least something like that. Where like, oh, at least that would get my interest. <clears throat> yeah, something stupid at least because because these guys are stupid to me. I yeah. know them as these these 
dummies who collect stupid action figures. That's all I know them as. Yeah. yeah. This this to me was like you got your peanut butter in my chocolate, except it's like you got your poo in my chocolate because you got your WWE Gross. and indie show I was actually kind yep. of enjoying. I know. Radio silence is like Zach wins. Who cares? You know he's not winning the whole thing because obviously Myers is going to scream or something stupid. Uh, video about violent by design. Eric Young says, hey, we'll win. And and I guess the guy who's still a Diener is there and Rhino and somebody called Joe Doring. Joe Doring, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do I know him? You don't know. Hmm. He's probably the one out of that whole group that you might need to know for the future, I would guess. He's good, you and mean, Rhino is the past. Mean, we know that. So. You mean Rhino's not up and coming? <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay. Knock me down. El Phantasmo's coming. <gasps> That's yeah. awesome. So hey, exciting. Impact. You've made me want to watch next week, and I feel weird about this. Yep. Under Siege qualifiers, Sammy Callahan versus Eddie Edwards. This I is it, right? Eddie this Edwards is the main event. Win this. Yeah. yeah. Main event. So yeah, oh, Omega and the Good Brothers ruin the match. Wow! So so already we're having a match where these guys have wrestled a million times and they have a blood feud and all that, and they've they're rekindling their rivalry just for tonight. And you think the winner might win the whole thing? Probably. And you're like, yeah, the, these two seem like the obvious two that are going to win the you know win the whole thing. But I guess, I mean, next week, I mean, Demore could announce that it's because it's a DQ, so there is no finish. But I guess they attacked. See, here's the thing. Technically, they attacked Sammy. So Sammy wins. But that's not. I mean, Sammy could just say that next week. He could just say, you know, they attacked me, so I'm the winner. That could Honestly, work. Honestly, I think both of these guys get in the match. But that's the thing. It could make it a seven way right and just do that. I agree. Finjuice makes a save. Good God, Finjuice, yeah. Yeah, the Omega Brothers stand tall anyway. I mean the Good Brothers, but the Omega Brothers is funny. Omega Brothers. Two Omegas, yeah. They, uh, they, it's kind of a TNA ending, but I would give this three and five ninth stars thumbs up. I would watch again. Honestly, listen, I know how I am about TNA. Yeah. This show didn't waste my time. No, it didn't. It didn't. Other than the Zack Ryder part, this show was actually pretty fun. Right yeah. now in wrestling, the biggest question you can ask yourself is, did I waste my time? It's right, okay. What, it's what Joe said about, I guess if SmackDown is on your second screen and you're yeah, playing then it's fine. Games, but as far as an actual program, you've got to ask, is this way? There is nothing more important in 2021. Are we, uh, no. There's nothing. It's money. Nothing. Nothing is more important than time. Yep. Is something wasting your time? If you're only watching WWE, you're, it's wasting your time. Yep. I, AEW and, and oh my God, TNA Impact did not waste my time. No, not at all. No. Wow, I can't believe I said that. <clears throat> it's crazy to think. Yep. You are dirty now. <sighs> uh, I have an email from Slowbro Brazil Jr. Is this um, a really long email? Uh, it can be. Go for it. And actually, while you're actually, I'm gonna read this one instead. Uh, it's from Drusifer. Dr- melodic tones of Drusifer Jones. It's about New Japan because that means Larry has to pee. Um, it mm. says, "I hope I wanna, by the time you I read this, talk about New Japan too. So that's good. What's that? I said, but I want to talk about New Japan. So well, but you can't good. because I'm not caught up. So stop it. So 
He says, I hope by the time you read this, Shingo is IWGP heavyweight champion. I doubt it, but having hope is good. Nah. Well, first of all, no way. Jerusalem, you're wrong. It's the IWGP world champion. So you got that wrong. So I'm afraid I'm going to have to stop reading your email now. Um, he says, I watched a lot of wrestling. A lot of wrestling I watched. I like to think I know a little bit about what separates the good from the bad. Jay White is one of the best I've ever seen. I'm all in on him. I describe him as a Memphis Strong style heel. I could see that. His recent match with Tanahashi, which by the way we will not spoil, uh, was just another chapter in the story probably in his incredible career. I absolutely loved it. If you're listening to this, I advise you to seek that match out. You may never want to watch WWE again. Well, I already don't want to watch WWE again, so that that might help. He says, what do you guys think hey, of the Switchblade? I gotta, I gotta see that one. I've heard, I've heard well, that was really it's, good. I, it's obviously I know, I don't one know of the... what happens in these matches. Yeah. What's that? You do know or you don't? No, I do not. I have not seen this. Unfortunately, I do. And plus, if even if I didn't, his email kind of spoiled it for me. But anyway... Um, he says, P.S. And he said, I was wrong about something. And I was, I said, like, I said, I said, Reinquist instead of Renquist one time or something. Um, but yeah, no, he says, he says that I said that the, 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 what's it called? The, um, the, uh, the Tokyo, what am I trying to say? The New Japan shows that were canceled because of the lockdown or the curfew or the whatever it's called. The state of emergency, that's it. Um, that I said they started on whatever day we were doing the show and ended on May 11th. But I'm pretty sure that my point was that that was the time limit of the curfew, not of the... If that's what I said, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. If I said that that was when the matches were canceled. Because I know those matches weren't canceled because those those or those cards weren't canceled because they still had them all except for three Cork and Hall shows. That was what I was trying to say was all the Cork and Hall shows, which were three shows... Up until the point of um, the all the road two shows, um, up until the first stadium show were canceled. That's what I said. And if I didn't say that, I'm sorry. Then I was wrong. But anyway, and I also said Renquist instead of Reinquist. Apparently. Okay, you don't have to pad for time. I'm back. I got my beer. I know. I'm just I'm making a point about Drusifer. He, he loves he loves saying that I'm wrong about stuff, and I told him I uh, love wh- that too. That's what we have in common. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I, I was going to try and help you pad for time there, Joe, but I was completely lost when you started talking about Reinquists and travel schedules for New Japan. <laughs> oh, okay. Reinquists, well, Reinquists. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, one more, one more. No, I'll save that until. Yeah, I'll save that until the thing, the what's it called thing. What's it called? Um, after Raw. The end? Ah. The end, yeah. Uh, Ooh, okay, I like so, the end. I don't like Raw. I know. But Raw live from Idiot Land. And this is Adnan Verk take four. Florida. He means now, Florida. Yes, I know. Idiot Land is Florida. Well, actually, I don't mean Florida. When I say Idiot Land, I mean that stupid, stupid Thunderdome. Oh, yeah. Oh, piece of news. Did you mention that Florida is like li- essentially lifting all COVID restrictions? Yeah, they which means, blind, right. Uh, the so they did. Blindly list, lifted them all. Right. So they did this. So there, there was a concert at Daly's place, and I forget who was in it. I think it was your friend, Larry, Machine Gun Kelly. Um, <laughs> but there was a concert there, and they packed the place full, like, like no standing room only. So if that can happen. Then yeah, we're we're close to WWE going. I know for a, not a fact, but about ninety percent sure that SummerSlam is going to be 
uh, in front of a live crowd, but I don't know how long before WWE dumps the Thunderdome altogether. That I'm not sure about. So, well, you know, I, I've never liked being in a crowd, so it doesn't. I, I like I constantly on Facebook, people are like, I just can't wait to go to a concert. Yeah, and I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't right. want that. Yeah, I know. Me too. I really, I don't really don't want to go hear somebody's one song I want to hear and then nope. Team, hey, this is from our new REO Speedwagon album. Especially if, even if I'm fully vaccinated and there's like a 9% chance I would get COVID, why would I even still go to this thing? I don't want to go to this thing anyway. So I want to be exposed to COVID one female at a time. Not okay, Larry. You are gross. Okay, so this is the fourth you know, week. It works, it works the other way around, Larry. Too. Oh, God. Stop it. Other people. Yeah. No, but my point. I just wanted to throw in my point is that I'm really looking forward to them going live and and getting the real reaction. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm sick of this. Maybe having to adjust a little. Yeah, because that's what Larry was saying earlier about how this is disgusting. How you know WWE is is just they do they they can't even adapt and change because they don't know what's working and what's not working they have no clue and they haven't for over a year i'm not saying that there's some great good samaritans who will respond to their crowd but there's some stuff you must respond to yeah fiend stuff would have been very different if we wouldn't have had covid agreed Fiend would be in a different place right he sure would yep no place that was one of their biggest pops for live anything and i'm not talking about wrestlemania that was probably edge's pop but um yeah the fiend as a special attraction all that died all of it's dead yep there's something there's something on this raw that i think would be the most over thing in wwe right now and a lot in front of a live crowd and i'll point it out when we get there we have talked about the rose and the butt to death yeah, we already talked about that. And I know you don't mean Eva Marie. So Such then you must you must mean Omas, but he's a heel. Um and if you don't mean Omas, because it wasn't that, was it? No, it was not that. It I was think not. It's Lana. Pretty sure it's Lana. No, well if it wasn't that, um then it would have been Monsoor winning the Okay. No, God. Maybe. Nobody cares. No nobody cares about Monsoor. Wow. I do. Let's go, let's go on. Let's go on. Okay, yeah, let's talk about Raw. Instead of talking about the show. I know. Okay, so th- this is the fourth week of Adnan Verk. Did he get better? The answer is no. Okay, so yeah. earlier today, exclusive.com thing, which again is doesn't make sense. MVB talks to Adam Pierce and Sonya, who are supposedly equals now of general managers. We'll talk about that later. Pierce wants to flip a coin to decide, because listen, if you just went to .com today on, on, on Monday and you read what the show was going to be, it said we're going to have two tag title matches, one women's, one men's. Okay, that's fine. And we're going to have Lashley versus either Drew or Braun. So my first question is, what does that mean, either Drew or Braun? You mean you're going to have like... Uh, qualifiers, or they're going to wrestle people and do beat the clock, or you're going to just flip a coin. What are you going to do? And then, no, 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 Joe, you're under. Listen, I don't like when you sell yourself because I like when you're wrong, obviously. But uh, wow, what did you? What did we talk about earlier? And you're like, what are they going to do? I said, flip what are they going to do? Flip a coin? That would be the laziest and, way. So that's probably right. And I said, I said, okay, they're lazy, but that's off the charts lazy, right? Because that's almost nothing. So Pierce is like. Well, I don't know if it's going to be who you're going to face tonight, Lashley, so let's flip a coin. Drew walks in. First of all, super lazy. Drew walks in and he goes, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. 
I'm going to win tonight, then the pay-per-view, so who cares who it is? And Braun and comes he's in. right. Yeah. Why do, why do we care? Why do we care who fights Lashley? Oh, I know Can why. I also point out that they, they promoted the, you know, either or match earlier on saying, you know, we're going to figure out who's going to face him. But then this segment you're talking about right now, it says in the bug that this was earlier today. That's what I'm saying. So it's it earlier a- today, but earlier today they told us we like, okay, I've been on .com all day because I was trying to figure out how they're going to do this. This was not there. So this must have been super exclusive because it wasn't – it must have been put on the website like 10 minutes before Raw aired. Earlier, earlier today and yeah. one of them was just earlier today. Yeah. Oh, my God. I guess so. But so Drew says, yeah, okay, that's fine, whatever. And Braun comes in and he's like, yeah, I don't care who wrestles tonight or then, whatever. And then everyone's arguing, and Drew and Braun are like, oh, yeah, T-bar you, and mace you, and this and this. And it's like, what? I didn't need your help. I didn't need your help. All this tells me is that at the pay-per-view, these two idiots cancel each other out and Lashley retains. You're telling me that story right now in front of my face. So why do I want to watch WrestleMania Backlash? You're telling me exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Everyone argues they they flip the coin, Braun picks tails and wins. So tonight it will be Lashley versus Braun, which means copy-paste. That means next week, because that's the go-home show, Raw, then it will be Lashley versus Drew, right? Oh my God, I can't believe that's what happens at the end of Raw. Spoilers. That is so... Oh my God. Every week you get more copy-paste. And I'm like, okay, this is as copy-paste as you can get just gets worse. I can't my, believe my, they did what it says here that they did. Oh my god. So my favorite from this segment was was at one point Adam Pierce goes, guys, guys, save it for backlash. They've given but, away multiple matches between all of these guys. Yeah, so we're not saving anything. Yeah. Save it, it for backlash. Save it for backlash. This match was last week on Raw between uh Braun and Drew. Yep. So Drew By the says way, not to point out another horrible thing. Yeah. But let's think of because it's obviously over. Think about the Braun Shane storyline. Yep. That's, it was that's so over. bad and lazy and it went nowhere and it's dead and it's done. It didn't, it wasn't even a story. Nope. It was, you're st- 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 stupid. But he, Braun's like, I don't have a stutter. I don't know what you're talking about. And then <laughs> they, he beats him in a cage match. That's the, that's the whole story right there. Uh, that was just I, so bad. Wow. What a waste of my time. And Drew says, well, after the match tonight, I'm going to claim more, you Braun. And MVP says, no, because after the match tonight, Braun's not even going to be able to make it to Backlash. He'll be so beat up. Okay. Whatever. So that's that's the beginning of Raw. That's the earlier today exclusive footage that I couldn't even find online. They Now they... Sh- put, okay. Now here's a... Oh my God, who thought this was a good idea? They show footage and remind us of that really cool Braun versus Lashley match where they were like going through the LED boards and fighting all over, like murdering each other. Why would you show that if there's a one, two, three match at the end of the night? They showed us a good thing and now we're just going to get a boring thing. What are they doing? And you so often, because I do, I so often just don't even notice that. But what a terrible All thing night. to show me. All night they showed this really cool stuff about things breaking and things. None of that happened. Not any of those things happened. Wow. But they've done it before. 
Oh, they might do it again. Stay tuned for our lowest no, rated show of just... ever in history. Um, they, oh, uh, last week, the beginning of, uh, the, remember the beginning? Okay, I forgot to talk about this. This is really important. You know how I said they dropped down to 1.7 million? Yeah. Last week, the beginning of the show, remember they promised it was going to be a tag team match with T-Bar and Mace against Braun and Drew, and then they did the, Braun's going to wrestle himself in a handicap match, and then they went to break, and when we came back, it was Braun and Drew against them in a real tag match so that Braun could wrestle twice? Yeah. Are you ready for this? Because this made me so happy. That first hour was the lowest oh. rated first hour in Raw history. Good. Yeah. Deserved. Totally deserved. I freaking hate you, WWE. I can't believe it. You're supposed to be my friend. Yeah. You were supposed we to be the chosen one. Mike, we yeah, review wrestling. So and so we were we point out things like copy and paste. You don't have to be a genius, even if you're if it's on in the background. Yeah, your mind knows that you're just seeing the same crap again, even if you don't parse it like we do. Yeah, in your mind, you're like, this is just the same. Old Isn't this crap. the same show again? Yep. We were the hipsters of copy paste high five. We told people. Let me tell you what there. This is the copy paste year. We have entered the copy paste year. We have. And it's really bad. What were you going to say, Octopus Mask? I was going to say that I, my guess as to how they were going to handle the who gets to fight who, uh, a Lashley. You said beat the clock. Beat the clock where they fight um, yes. Mason Windu. But then I'm wondering whether whether this situation where the where they like nobody wanted to see that last week, maybe that scuttled that that match. I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh my god! Didn't... That sounds terrible. On paper, Larry, terrible. I promised you last <laughs> night that I would get. I would find out what happened on main event. Ah, yes. Because there's no one left for main event. I was wrong. You would never be able to guess who was on main event. Now I said, here's what I said. I said it would be I said it would be Viking Raiders against Which that has to be right. Ma- right? Against Mason Windu, right? T Bar Mace. Because they're the only ones left. And I said then you can you can also say that it would be um, Akira Tozawa or Ali versus Ricochet. Right. I said those would be the matches, right? Yeah, yeah. You would not. I I found out and I forgot to tell you. Okay, Viking Raiders has to be right. They were on it, right? Maybe. Okay, that has to be right, and Ali's right, definitely. Well, I only here's the thing. I'm trying to find the second match because I only found out one, and I couldn't believe it was real. Who was the one? Get on it right now. Okay, Ricochet beat Ali. Yeah, you knew, yeah. So oh, I knew that, right? Really, that match? Well, in 2021, I just yeah, Ricochet beat Ali, but this is the surprise one. Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal returned to beat Jeff Hardy. No. Yes, he did. To beat who? Jeff Hardy. That's not real. No, it is. No, it is real. I'm not kidding. Why? I'm not making up a joke here. And remember Indu Share from NXT, the two Rinka King guys? Yeah. Yeah. They helped him. They helped Jinder win. They helped Jinder win. Are they Bollywood cats? 
The Mumbai no Mumbai cats are the small Mom, guys. Mumbai Mom, cats aren't wait Hollywood boys Mumbai cats. Yeah, that's bad. not them. No, his the big guys from Rinka King, the um um uh big Rinka King and other guy. Big big rugby guy or whatever. Why is big baseball. Small? Why would that be on main No, he's he's on impact sometimes still. Why would that be on main event? I don't know. Okay, okay. Let's juxtapose why was that on main event with something that happens later with somebody who got came up from NXT. Correct. Isn't it weird? What a weird what is this weird, stupid world mm. that they're building here? We'll find out. Okay, so um Hey, hey, hey Joe. Yeah. Did, did anybody ever do a wrestling man uh grumpy cat song but with Mumbai cats instead? <laughs> Seems like Larry would have done that, but I don't know. Right. I would hmm. never do anything that bad. Huh. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, so they do, let me get back was, to Raw. because I just King not a beautiful moment? I loved Rinka King so much. Next time we need like a big wheel thing, we should just do a, a, a Rinka King instead. But, okay, how could we? We've already reviewed it. Would we review it, it again? So, Isn't that weird beautiful. and meta yeah. to do that? But it was beautiful. It or is it only meta if we review beautiful. our review of it? I mm. never got to review it. Jarrett and Scott Steiner were so weird and it was just such a And the finale of the whole series was se- season one was truck. every all the heels get on a flatbed truck and steal all the titles. It was amazing. Just, <laughs> I love that show. I love that show. So did I. In a okay. way, I love it more than Lucha Underground. Me I too. Lucha Me too. They were like sister shows as far as I'm concerned. Um so they do it so Raw opens with a drum roll for the new Raw tag team champions from a month ago, AJ and Omas. So they come out. How long have they been off TV? Because I've been one for a month, Larry. Why? Well, AJ is going to say why, but I think it's a COVID thing. But That's- Ad Adnan talks, and the first thing he says is right away is Raw tag team champions. What a start, everybody. What a start. The closed captioning must have also been done by Adnan because it's called AJ Styles Chris for some reason. I don't know why. Um, AJ says, they have a title rematch tonight on Raw with the New Day. And he asks the crowd, did you miss us? But the crowd can't answer because it's the Thunderdome. (laughs) AJ says, they've been celebrating in the Caribbean drinking drinks. And Omas says, it was delicious. Listen, he is awesome. Hey, let me tell you what. You're you're you know, you're you're covering whatever. You're doing a good job, Judge. Good job. This might be the only thing I'm interested in I know, Omas and AJ Styles, I agree. It might be. They're the greatest things ever and they're heels. This makes no sense to me. So now Styles says, by the way, I'm tag team champ now, which makes me Grand Slam champion in WWE. That's pretty awesome. Um, can you believe that? AJ Styles is Grand Slam champion in WWE. AJ Styles. He's AJ Styles. New Day out. New Day, guess what? I am sick of the Scorpion and Sub-Zero bootleg outfits. I'm done with them now. They look and smelly. You need to stop wearing them every week. They were special, and now they're not. So, I don't know what to say. Unless Big E shows up as Ermac, I don't care, or Reptile. But go ahead, what were you going to say? When you said Omas said it was delicious, was that a reference to... uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Abyss or was that Abyss eating his teeth? Gorgon? Oh, I was thinking it was that sounded like Gorgon Heap for a second from the Muppets. Okay. You're close, but it's yeah, it actually was uh, Abyss. Right. I was trying I to say it in Omas speak, 
but I couldn't, I don't have the accent yet because I'm not sure what Omas is. He has like giant accent or something. I'm not really sure. Big guy talk. Yeah. And I love, listen, I could listen to him talk all day. I just like listening to him talk. It's so fun. Ring chatter is really fun. Yeah. It's really awesome. But, um, new day. Kofi calls them girls and says bra and bra a million times. And it's really annoying. Kofi, stop. I understand that's the, the, the that's what the kids say. But when you say it that many times and you're much older, it just sounds dumb. But anyway, Omas says, after tonight, New Days won't be able to walk. But I, I, like I said, I'll listen to him talk forever. Um, Wood says they're going to become 12-time champions tonight. And Adnan says, wow, what a, what a great thing. That, New Day versus uh, AJ and Omas for the Raw Tag Team Championships. And he doesn't understand how timing or breaks work because he did his cue like 30 seconds early. So he's waiting and waiting. We don't cut to, we're just still in the ring. And I'm like, what is happening? And then they cut to the graphic and he goes, ah, yeah, there it is. Like I said, uh, the new day, new day against the AJ and Amos. It's, it's coming up, coming up soon. I have to cut, break. Oh my God, this guy. Yeah, just, I, this is my first experience. I know. I, oh, it's not good. He I has started n- out the night being so forgiving, and by the end, he I'm has like, no idea what he's doing. AJ and Omos versus New Day is your I match. Tried Go to ahead. Do the same thing with Football Head too, Larry, and 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 it's it's tough. You can't get through an episode. No, and not you turn can't. On them. You can't even try to like them. It's, here's fo- Here's Football Head in this last SmackDown. That that's. That's thick with two C's. What did you just say? What was the second half of that? I have no idea. He growl talks, and I don't... There is no interpreting that ever. That's how he sounds, but I, that's, whatever. I, I don't know what I what I want less or more, I, but Footballhead and Adnan are pretty even right now as far as terrible goes. Hey, I hate football head way more than you, and I would rather take a football head. I can ignore him more. I know. Because I can ignore it. I can't ignore you saying something ridiculously I know. stupid. I know. Well, the football, football head says dumb things, but I think he has good timing and he's got good energy, and I, I, I prefer him. Well, football head wants is. to try to be better, and he wants to be there, and Adman just no. is collecting a paycheck and going, now where am I supposed to go? How much does that guy weigh? Okay, so. a good point. I believe Football Head knows <laughs> wrestling and likes it. I don't know what Adnan, whatever his name is, is doing. Yeah. Why is he here? But then the other, then then I think Football Head's a little better. But then I listen to him and he says stupid things yes. like he says stupid things like I can't believe I'm here. I'm a mark for mark for this. It's so good. It's gonna kill him in the parking lot. There's gonna be blood everywhere. It's like what? And then he says, oh, when I heard Vince McMahon, when I heard him, his voice in the headset, it was like the voice of God in my ear. I can't. I can't. If If Adnan was less inhibited, I think he would say really stupid things too, but I just think he's too self-conscious about not saying stupid things. Well, he says stupid things tonight, so let's find out. And they're they're covering for him. Yes, they are. Well, if Graves and Byron... Not always. If Graves and Byron didn't jump in with play-by-play, there were about three moves called all night by Adnan. So. Yep. And two of them were called Crossbody Splash. <laughs> that sounds like a Rinka King thing. Yeah. Crossbody Splash. Yeah. Uh, AJ and Omos versus New Day is your match. 
but while this match is happening, oh, for the Raw Tag Team titles, um, while this match is happening, um, they say that later tonight it's Lana and Naomi versus Nia and Shayna again and again and again. Copy paste, copy paste, copy paste. High five. Omos kills New Day. But did I imagine it or did he pick up Woods and give him a backbreaker and play him like a guitar? Did I imagine that? I don't remember guitar. Okay. I Maybe don't that remember was, that either. Maybe that was just in my head. Okay. I do that. Best thing I've ever seen if he was a new Van, what was his name? Van Hammer? Yeah. And uh, that would, if he does backbreakers and turns you into a That'd guitar. Oh yeah. my. So, okay. Oh my God. Adnan actually asks, he says, Hey, uh, hey, Corey, where does, where does Omos uh, rank in the greatest champions we've ever seen? What the F? This is his second match ever. Are you kidding? Are you joking? Phenomenal forearm off of Omos, and Omos and AJ retain. Of course they do. But then after the match, Corey Graves gets in the stupidity. And he's like... Yeah, because he heard that. He's like, well, I think... Wow, I don't know if... The, the, how long are they going to... How long... Until they can lose the title? I, I think never. I think they'll they be the champions till the end of time. They may have the titles forever. What? I understand that when you have a giant with you, you have to change up your style a bit to complement the giant. But AJ, that entire match, the only offense I feel like he did was the uh, the the, the springboard for yeah, uh, the forearm. It was. Yeah, and I'm good he, with that. He was a goof the whole match, getting beat up by. Uh, but it was fun. By, yeah, it's yeah. fun. As long as it's sure. fun. But it didn't say but, it didn't scream of they'll never lose the titles ever to me at all. It made me well, think that AJ is going to get chumped out by anybody. Well, the thing is, listen, we listen. How often do we make the joke about how much does that guy weigh? This was Asking close. How where he ranks with the champions, the great champions. I know that is as bad as that's maybe well, worse. He's going to do. He's going to He's going to almost ask how much does that guy weigh in the main event. So stay tuned. So uh, backstage, Sonya Deville talks to Charlotte and she's like, I'll see if I can get it done. Adam Pierce comes in and so and he's like, what was that? And Sonya's like, I can't. I cannot. Well, that was nothing. I cannot talk about my work. That is also your work. And Pierce is like, what are you doing? You're overstepping your bounds. What? What is this? Did they suddenly remember to write you as a heel after a whole year? Yeah. First, I know it hasn't one, been a year, but. Yeah. She is dressed like she's the sinister minister's daughter. Exactly. That outfit. And yeah, her whole look is sinister minister. And secondly, have you ever had a conversation when. You say something, someone says it back, 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 and then you stop and for 45 seconds just look at each other. Yep. That's every conversation I know. they have. It's so fake. Oh, it's really bad. Yeah. Uh, was 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 Lily in the background here? I, did you see her? Yeah. <gasps> oh my God, really? Yeah, Lily was in the background here and one other place tonight. Thank I you. I didn't see this. Well, then guess what? We are, we are, Okay. But okay, what well, who was she in the background with later? Um uh the uh, the gulak and the oh. the other guy. Well, that doesn't make any oh, sense cuz Can I ask you why is easier? No. no okay. No, yeah, no. Well, I'll, when we get to it, I'll have my theory as to as to okay. maybe why. Because we'll I thought when she says in the promo later that she's going after someone specific that this meant Charlotte, but I guess not if she's also with Gulak. I'm confused. I'm oh, sorry. wait. It also could be Nijax. Okay, never mind. Um, backstage, uh, yeah, we did that. Kayla waits with MVP and Lashley 
for their thing they're going to say. But before we can get to that, oh my God, all of a sudden, Eva Marie is on my screen standing on a car. I don't even know what to think of this. Okay. She's back, promo. Her thing is, do I have your attention now, I am robot? She says a bunch of stuff and then says, do I have your attention now, I am a robot? And then she says, there, good, I have your attention. How do you know? And then she says, the evolution is coming soon. Okay, first of all, that's too close to Emolution. Second of all, the Emelina joke was that she never would debut. Third of all, the internet flipped the F out about this, and rightly so, because they just fired Mickey James, the Iconics, and a bunch of other people, and then they hire back Eva Marie. And I know they actually did hire back a, quite a while ago, but... but who remembered that? I didn't yeah. remember that at all. And also, the way she was talking, she's like, I I learned how to you know, make the most of me, and I want to make the most of other people. Right, like, does she mean she's going to be, be a manager? manager? And, and if she is... I could actually accept that more than a wrestler, but I still don't want her talking. Listen, I don't understand her appeal because, listen, I don't want to say this about a female. It's obviously all looks, right? She can't wrestle. She can't talk. That was the original thing, yeah. But then... And that's not being... Because male wrestlers also get that, too. There are male wrestlers who are just big bodybuilder, good-looking guys, and that's why they have the job. I, she's not that attractive. I have a I have a female wrestling friend, and oh. she was talking about how my female wrestling friend is more attractive than her. She's she's not. If she was some kind of goddess, as like like a, a super attraction, like Andre, why are we putting time into this? Andre the Giant. She, yeah, like if she was some attract, she's not an attraction. Why is she Andre here? Andre was very attractive. Yeah. Oh man, what a hot bod. No, I tell you what I called to do it. What do they think she's going a better to better promo than even Marie too? Yeah. Yeah. Liv is Liv is attractive. There's plenty of attractive women. Why why will they not give up on her? Maybe she really wants to give it a serious go. I don't know. No. She's, she's got a lot she's, she's got, got a lot of those months. She's got a lot of those Instagram followers. That's the only reason I can think of. Oh Does god, she they're gonna really prove, like have that. They're gonna yeah. prove with Lana. Oh no. Yeah. Um, what is wrong with people? She'll be feuding with Lana within a month. That's my guess. If she ever debuts. Um, I say she's a manager. That's it. So thanks for... Okay, so Octopus Mask sent me a picture. And yes, Lily sure is in the background. But it's so far away. Did you see it or did you hear someone on Twitter it. say it? Okay, all right. Full disclosure. Yeah. I found out from looking on Twitter later. Yeah, That's what I thought. Because I when I'm taking notes, if I'm not paying attention... Man, and I did see the I did see the original Bray Wyatt puppets like the first time with the Miz. I remember that specifically, yeah. but I sure there did were not a lot see. More obvious than this, yeah, I did not see Lily. She's really well, far let, in the background, but she's there. Let me ask you: Is this a mo- like a a mim- mimicking of Bray Wyatt? Are we done with Bray Wyatt? Is this no? I'm starting to worry. No. I don't know where he is. I can be fair. I'm not going to lie and say that, Say that. Um, yes, I know what's this, going on with Bray Wyatt. I have no idea where he is. No, no, no. Guys, this is a copy-paste of Bray Wyatt. This is Bray Wyatt's gone. You're right. So Female version. Copy-paste, copy-paste, wow. copy-paste, okay, high-five. You're right. With the brand split, or is one of them going one way oh, and God, one going no. the other way? Oh, my God. They could just do the same thing on both shows. Oh, my God. 
Well, really the, well, blue hair instead. Well, just hold okay. on because later in the show is, we're going to have a general manager talk about copy paste. But go ahead. Is WWE so bad? And I don't even want to say this. Is Alexa Bliss and Lily going to become tag team champions? Probably. Wow. That would make I sense. Wish I never said that. I know. I hope we she didn't too. Um, I put money again. I put money against that. That's a little far fetched. Yeah. So backstage interview with Lashley and MVP. Lashley says he's a freak of nature. Did he always have that huge scar on his face? It just looks worse sometimes. Sometimes it just looks worse. Okay, I just didn't know. Uh, backstage. I think it's cool though. Yeah. It's oh, good. it's yeah, awesome. But I'm saying with a scar anybody with a giant scar on their face is is great. But I'm saying oh, I just I don't remember. Guy from uh, Ampa Lupa. Uh, young guy do. Uh, what is the cartoon? Young guy do Ampa Lampa. No, the cartoon with the bald <laughs> kid with the lightning strike in his head. Two kid, hey, two kid Tony. No, that's not a cartoon. Harry Potter. Uh, it's really good. Harry and Potter. The prince, the prince has a scarred face, and then at the end, he's cool. Spoiler part. Why they, they fly around a big dragon? Like not cool. never ending story. Perry Potter. Never ending story. <laughs> yes. You're talking about something new, Larry. Get out of here. No, it's something not new, but okay. it's really good. And the movie was terrible. Never ending story two. Movie off a cartoon. It was terrible. Um, Captain Underpants. Whatever. Somebody okay. listening knows. That's fine. They That's good. Backstage nudity get checked by doctors. New day. And uh, Elias and Riker are hiding around oh the corner. God, this is so bad. And they're like, they're like, yeah. Remember when we were hit last week with rancid tomatoes? Okay. So they're like, no. let's go get the New Day. Let's get them. So they throw tomatoes and it missed the New Day because Randy Orton is standing between them. So they hit Randy Orton with tomatoes and you see Riddle scoot by and he's like, hey, Randy. That's the segment. Joe, we, we talked about this. Have you, and I'm talking in. Have you ever seen a commercial for tomatoes with more delicious looking tomatoes? I agree. I mean, when they showed the replay 50 times tonight of last week's tomatoes, especially, those look like I want to eat them through the screen. They look so delicious and ripe. I don't think they understand what I tweeted out. I said, WWE is trying to try and I didn't say gaslight, but they're trying to brainwash people into thinking that fresh fruits and vegetables are rotten. That's why WWE is television for idiots. And this this segment was where the timing was off so bad. They never would have ever actually hit Randy Orton with those. Oh. But this is where I realized that Impact's backstage segments are so yep. much more professional they are. than WWE. They are. WWE thinks they are the professionals, but they're effort. not. No. I would say someone put effort into those, and someone in WWE just did it. The only thing that's better in WWE is is the lighting. Right. And the, and the caliber yes. of the cameras. Not the Absolutely. camera work. No, you're cameras, right. The physical cameras. That's but the, the only thing that's better. But the effort and the creativity and the actual segments, all better on any show besides WWE. Sure. Charlotte comes out to the ring. When we come back from break, she's still standing there listening to her own theme. Uh, oh, look, it's Charlotte versus Dana Brooke with Mandy Rose. Why? Oh, my God. Because last week it was against Mandy, so this week against Dana. High five. Copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. Dana has her own theme this week and isn't matching with Mandy like she somehow knew that they weren't going to be in a tag team. This is stupid. Anyway, so Graves... Okay, so... Charlotte's standing still in the ring. Dana and Mandy are walking to the ring. Graves says 
while we're watching Dana and Mandy walk to the ring, he says, you are looking at walking opportunity. Charlotte is standing in the ring. So Byron has to say, you mean Charlotte, right? Yes, he meant Charlotte. Walking opportunity, because she's calling herself the opportunity. But he said it when she wasn't walking and the other two were, and the other two were on screen. And there's three women there. Good job, Graves. You're awesome. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, there's so much worse coming. Oh, I know, but that's just ridiculous. Later tonight, it's going to be Oscar. Oh, look at this. This is a mistake. Oscar and Rhea face-to-face later tonight. Guess what? Is there a match I don't know about? They never told us earlier, so we didn't know. Then they drop it like it was information... Like, they give us new information, but then why would there be a face-to-face before we knew about the match? None of this makes any sense. Okay, they start talking in the ring about how Dana can't beat Charlotte unless there was a pommel horse involved because Dana's a (laughs) gymnast, right? So, that might... And then they talk about... Oh, my God. Byron says this these exact words. He says about Dana. He says... Well, a horse elbow might help you right there. What? A horse so, elbow. I, do horses have elbows? Is that a thing? How would that help you? Whatever. How's a pommel cor- horse going to help her in this match? Well, a horse elbow might help Dana right there. What? If she weighed as much as a horse. What? Anyway, this match sucks so bad. I think Charlotte forgot how to wrestle. I don't think Charlotte cares anymore. Wait till we get to the end of the match. I'm embarrassed now. But Adnan says, when Charlotte ducks and dodges a move, counters a move, Adnan says this. He says, Charlotte Flair smelled that while away. She smelled that while away. How do you even start this? First, it's you I, see it a mile away. A while away smell? I don't. I don't know where a while away smell is. I know what seeing something a mile away is. Oh, my God. He's so smart. Uh, Figure eight, Charlotte wins. Mandy tries to break it up, but Sonya comes out and is like, hey, what are you doing? And Charlotte's outside the ring cracking up for some reason. Yes. Has she mentally checked out? She Listen, I don't think she wants to be here. I and I And I think in a year and a half, she's retired from wrestling. Could be. When her dad dies, she's done. Could be. Tonight, an exclusive interview with Drew McIntyre. Who the F cares? And do you realize it's not even one of those sit-downs? This is just a blended-in regular interview that we wait all night for, and it's nothing. All night. Sonya and Charlotte now are waiting in the ring. Sonya says, I am now an equal official to Adam Pierce. Thank you very much. Charlotte says she was taken back. Nope. You mean like taken back to the future? You mean taken aback? Is that what you're trying to say? Okay. She says, when I heard it was Asuka versus Rhea Ripley for the women's title, again, that's news to me. No wonder they're having a face-to-face. Why aren't you explaining this first? (laughs) Well, that was my thing. But like when she says, we are equals... Thank you for just saying yep. something. Yep, don't show me, just me tell story. me. Just like this. Wow, that's that sure is great. She tells Sonia, she says, Sonia, you must add me to the pay-per-view main event. Copy, paste, high five, because the men's match is a triple threat. Charlotte says, I am the original influencer. I hate her. 
She says, Sonia, I made you an authority equal to Adam Pierce. What are they retconning this? What is this? I don't know. And, and okay, you're supposed to assume, oh, she's a heel, but then Charlotte convinces her, but you don't have to correct a heel. You're on the basically you're both the same yep, alignment. It exactly. So basically what I wrote was Charlotte won't shut up and she basically bullies and badgers Sonia until Sonia has to make a decision. And Charlotte goes, be fair to Flair. I heard my dad do that. And she makes Okay, Sonia goes, well, copy-paste. She says, the men get a triple threat match. And and, and Flair and Charlotte goes, so? <laughs> Charlotte, she's trying to help you. So guess what? The men will do it, so the women do it too. Copy-paste, triple threat match. You're in it. Ray Ripley comes out to interrupt. She says, everything we're thinking. She says, Charlotte's a spoiled brat. Charlotte, nobody likes you. Nobody. It's all true. Rhea botches the story. Or she retcons it. She says, I already faced you for the title and beat you. No, you you didn't. That's not a thing that happened. What are we... What? She beat Oscar. She didn't beat Charlotte. She meant... She had in her mind all she could think of was, I've already beat Oscar. Oh, my God. So Oscar comes out and she goes, whiny, crying baby, and does a fake cry and it's really weird. And then And then what does Charlotte do? Okay, but here's the thing. Right. She says, I'll beat you both. And makes this weird growling noise. And Charlotte goes, see, if I wasn't here, you'd have that, that, that un- ununderstandable language. So what? If Rhea already if Rhea already beat Asuka and she's the and Rhea's the face, shouldn't she welcome a new challenge? Rhea's not the face. Rhea and Charlotte are both Rhea's heels. The who's, the, who's the face? Asuka's no, the no only remembers. face in this. Yes. No one remembers what Rhea is because Charlotte has adopted the, Correct. the face, the heel role. So you forgot that that Rhea did a heely thing and it, it doesn't matter anymore. Yep. And she's a champ. Wow. Yep. This Yep. This, this is horrendous. So so Rhea screams at Sonya Deville, and Charlotte attacks Rhea. Asuka throws Charlotte out of the ring through the middle rope and stands tall. And every time we cut to Charlotte, she keeps laughing in an inappropriate times to where where she should that character would not laugh. What is going on? She doesn't care. And to prove that I'm right, we do an interview and then another thing. And on the replay later with Charlotte. They do not show those laughing parts because that was not what was supposed to happen. Does she think like she could she wasn't on screen? Like when Sasha at WrestleMania knew she was off screen and she was like praising Bianca Belair and being so proud of her sitting on that like floor? Charlotte no, did no, this. No. With, this is totally Larry, I don't care what's going Charlotte on. Charlotte did this with a camera in her face. She doesn't care. I'm I'm I can't believe it. I'm baffled by this whole thing. Backstage interview with Dale Gass. He's like, I'll beat Seamus one of these years. Seamus attacks him and says, Oh, sorry, I guess you can't open answer my open challenge tonight. Okay. It's fine. Miz and Morrison come out because Morrison versus Damian Priest is next. Nope. That's a lie. They show the replay again of Charlotte, and again, no laughing. Backstage, Adam Pierce yells at Sonia and she lies and's like, I, I texted you, I had no service, some some other thing. 
No, I, I told you that I was going to do this. It's okay. So then she doesn't have equal... Pa- Charlotte said she gave her... Okay, whatever. Once again, they replaced... They keep all night re- replaying Damien Priest saying, holding a fresh, delicious tomato and going, rotten. And I hate him now. I didn't... I didn't love him before, but now I think he's more of an idiot for going along with them. If I'm Damien Priest... I'm standing there, and guess what I'm telling George Lucas? I'm saying, this tomato is fresh. I can't throw it at Jar Jar because it's fresh. It wouldn't. And then guess what they do? Guess what they do? Roll it in the dirt. They show, yes. They show a replay of the fresh, delicious fruit bouncing off of Morrison's crutch like a baseball. So I guess it was rotten. Miz and Morrison talk even more in the ring and insist that fresh fruit is rotten even more. Morrison is a real big idiot and annoying and talking about how he's the moist guy and he's drip drip and all this gross stuff. Damien Priest comes out and Priest in a box said stuff about his mom. The match is Morrison against Priest. Oh my God. Adnan asks if Morrison is underrated because Miz is so famous. (laughs) What the F? What Why does that are we mean? Doing the Please. Morrison thing now. I don't know, but guess I'm what? So bored with it already. Does Adnan know there's a split coming? Because why else would he say that? Graves and Byron are still screaming out move names because Adnan doesn't know how to do his job. Miz tries to interfere. Why? Because he wants Morrison to win the match. He wants Damian Priest to lose, right? But guess what? Oh, it, it backfires. Morrison has the pin, but the ref's not looking because Miz interfered. So. That's it. Morrison loses. Priest wins. But then Corey says the real thing. He says, what? Miz was just up there looking for out for his tag team partner. That's the honest thing that really just happened. Byron, in weird, bizarro land, says, no, no, no. Miz was just looking out for the Miz. Can you please, Byron, can you explain what that means? What? Yeah, just because you know the arching story right. doesn't affect everything. Correct. Thing that so they have been told that Ms. Morrison are splitting, I guess, because they pretty much spoiled it right here. Uh, WWE's storytelling spoiled it. That's terrible. true. Damien Priest dances like Jeff Hardy, and I hate it so much. Backstage, oh my God, Monsoor. He hasn't been seen since. He's been on main event for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and hasn't been seen since like NXT and one of the Saudi Arabia shows. So what's it with Joe? What's he been doing in this time? Okay. I don't know if anyone knows this, but no one knows this. Okay. I'm the only one that knows this, but obviously somebody else does because I found out the stat without actually having to watch the shows. Mansoor hasn't lost a match since 2019. He's been on, okay, because main events mainly made for international markets, he is an international superstar that, yes, beats jobbers, but the point is, he has not lost a match in forever, whether it be main event, 205 Live, whatever. He is on a 47-win, I believe, streak, something around there over the last two years. Like they're trying to keep him fresh for the next crown jewel, but that's not going to happen now. That's so exactly on, right. on TV. So let's find out what happens later because Seamus comes in and he sees the rookie and he's like, oh, rookie, congratulations signing to, to Raw show um, from main event. Um, he says, 
Why don't you accept the open challenge that's a non-title match tonight, which is Seamus' gimmick every week. It's, it's an open challenge for the title that's not for the title. Okay, that's fine. But that tells me, oh, wow, Monster, this is awesome for him. Yeah, He's going to be Seamus. This is going to be cool. You know? Okay, let's see. Backstage interview with MVP. Why are we doing so many interviews with MVP? Not that I don't like MVP. I do, but what? Strong point. Yeah. MVP says, this match tonight shouldn't even be happening. Whatever you say. And then he plants the seed that Lashley and Drew should team up to beat up Braun because Braun doesn't even belong in that match, which he's right, but whatever. More clips of that awesome old match between Braun and Lashley. Keep showing that that promo. Was that the promo where MVP says talks about WWE being a herd of bulls? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? And he goes, there can only be one top bull in a herd of bulls. And I'm wondering... How what, many herds of bulls work? I that's know. A, that's, a, that's a different kind of a herd. That is true. I've right, heard sorry. of bulls. I heard of bulls, too. <laughs> Already in progress. Okay. When was the last time that there was a match yes. on Raw... Already in progress with no entrances that they never announced. Already in progress, Lucha House Party against Cedric and Shelton. I could not even believe this was real. I, I don't care anymore. Yep. Weird match, Lucha Kids win. And then Cedric, you could see the look on his face like, oh my God, I can't believe we just lost that. He screams to the point where he almost loses his voice at Shelton and says, you know what? You got kicked out of her business. I wasn't kicked out. So he's delusional. Then he... Screams at Shelton and says, basically, you are old and you were the weak link and I'm in the prime of my life, so I'm out. Our team's done. Okay? That's fine, but like I believe, they're going to do anything with this. Mm. So you can put all the young guys over or not over or whatever showcase tonight to show that half your roster got fired and the other half has COVID or whatever it is, the reason for all these different guys on tonight but i still know behind it all is vince not trusting that any of these guys are going to do anything not pushing them for more than two to four weeks and this is all going to go nowhere well that's the thing when i hear when i see this feud i'm like okay i guess this is kind of classic booking but it doesn't matter if i don't believe after this feud they're both going to disappear to main event or something Exactly. Their match probably will be on main event or it'll be already in progress on Raw and Braun Strowman will come out and like run somebody over with a train sound effect. Um, do you, th- do you think yeah. Vince is like, is like mad at the caliber of wrestlers that he has at his disposal? Because he must, he must view each show as having like, oh, there's only like three acceptable people on each show. Yeah. Like at a certain point yet, wouldn't, wouldn't you think Vince would be upset at the scouting that happens within his own company? Joe, Joe, no, I'll Joe, tell my, tell him, yeah. Tell everybody, I don't know, you haven't said this on the show. I don't your know theory if I have. about why they don't make stars Okay, so now. here's the thing. Everybody always says, like, why? Because it's kind of smart. Yeah, I was talking to Larry on the phone about this yesterday, and thanks for saying I'm kind of smart. But um, Kind of. Like, you, uh, you are. So, we'll see. I'll thanks. be the judge of that. Okay, well, you tell me what you think, because, listen. So, we always say, like, things like, Vince doesn't know how to make new stars. He lost his he touch. Does. He can't make new stars, whatever. He can't can't make new stars that's a big thing you need faces he can't he can't figure it out he puts somebody they they get over and then all of a sudden they're not over or he stops their push or whatever it is that takes them off tv or whatever they get injured and he blames them or whatever happens i think there's another reality to this and i think that in the era excuse me of things like saudi arabia with big big payouts the whole peacock deal 
with there's no pay-per-views anymore and they already got their money up front for everything that's going to be on the network on the, on Peacock. And with their TV deals, well, they already got their money for that too. We're not doing house shows anymore and selling merch like that. We're selling them online, so that's a different story. So we got our money, right? So WWE is going to make the same amount of money no matter what they do. If they write stuff, if they don't write stuff, if they if they decide that this week's show is going to be a copy-paste from last week's show, if they copy-paste from a month ago, it's going to be the same no matter what. So if you're Vince, and that's the case, and you have all your money, why would you want to make a new star? If you make a new star, you know what might happen? They might quit, and in three months, they might go set fire to AEW and and make them tons of money and make them a better show and make them a threat to WWE. Now, you might say, that's not real. WWE is a billion-dollar company, and AEW is not. If you look at the ratings and the demographics, it's not going to take more than a little bit of a shove. And a shove in about a year or two for the AEW rating to be somewhere near, or at least the, de- the correct demographic, to be equal to Raw. It's not going to take that long for that to happen. WWE can't let that happen. So if you made a star and they decide they don't like the company anymore and they go somewhere else, you just basically spent millions of dollars making this guy that's just going to leave. And you were going to make the same amount of money whether he was over or not over. This is the reality. He doesn't need to make... Vince knows exactly what he's doing. He doesn't need to make a star. If he does, that's a threat. You, you can't have one guy that's bigger than WWE anymore and we knew that before this is the reality I don't think this is an unreasonable no i i would i would i would bet money on this one i i believe it but it's you know like the best defense is a strong offense is that, is that what they say like it feels like this it's just a losing strategy to just kind of sink into a shell and, and no kidding and play. Everything they're doing is a losing strategy yep. if you look at it logically, but that logic is gone. The ratings don't seem to matter. Nothing seems to matter anymore. No. I, do, I don't understand the business model in any way whatsoever. The ratings will only matter when the TV deals are coming up for renewal. When that happens, unfortunately, even if their product is crap, it still outdoes anything else in live television so what's going to end up happening besides nfl what's going to end up happening is and besides the nba oops maybe it doesn't do best okay so besides sports it does the best but there isn't many things besides sports that are even live anyway but it's 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 a unique situation where even if the ratings are are lower and they keep going down by the time their tv deals come up again there's going to be a bidding war and so they're going to win no matter what. And yes, maybe somebody will pay, you know, AEW might be the winners out of all this because you want to pay more for AEW than they did last time with the TNT deal because they're getting a million viewers a week or whatever it is. Um, and you can get that a way better value than you can WWE programming. But I, I like, like I said, I, I don't think they care too much about the ratings anymore, too much about the, there's no pay-per-view buys anymore, so it's all, you know, the Peacock numbers or whatever. Whether they do or whether they don't, they make the same amount of money. We are mm-hmm. we are fighting a losing battle, trying to get a 
a multi-billionaire trying to get this billionaire to do things differently when he's doing the least amount of effort and making the maximum amount of money. That's it. So here my, my question is, so it seemed like when the TV deal was up last time and WWE got the huge money from yes. Fox, it seemed like ratings were already on the decline. They were. But they got a ton more money. Yeah. So th- does it stand to reason that when AEW's deal with TNT comes up that they're going to re-sign or whatever for a like, like a, a shocking amount of money or – It'll be a bidding. That's the thing. They'll have a bidding war too, and they might not be on TNT anymore because TNT might not have the money. Say, say USA or Fox, one of them dumps WWE and, and all the WWE goes to one or the other. So let's say all of WWE goes to Fox for whatever reason. It stands to reason that USA is going to want to bid on that and get AEW at that point. What if they what if they sell to I mean sell everything to NBC? That's not impossible. Nope. I don't think that where we're at now, I don't think that's impossible. Sell everything to Universal. The- sure. Sell everything to Fox. Mm-hmm. You would ask me a year ago, I would have said probably, probably now, probably not. I mean how yeah. much money would Vince make out of that? And he could die saying, "Look how much money I made," which I is all he wants. I know, but then he'd Look have to live. Then he'd have to live the rest of his life not in control of his own product, and I don't think he could live with I that. I don't know. He doesn't care about this product. I know that, but he I'm saying, I'm saying, but if he's the one, I know. But if he's the one that's that's doing this, he still thinks this is good, Larry. You don't understand some of this stuff, like what I'm going to talk about next. He still thinks is really good. And I'm done with my rant, and I want to get back into it now. Unless you guys have anything else to say, because no, this no, is no. this is the Vince part right here. Vince, I, I just want to say that it would be it would make me very happy if Vince sold WWE right before he retired, so that his kids couldn't get control of it. That would make me very happy. And and it was to Tony Khan or Nick, uh, not Nick Khan. That's WWE. Um, Shad Khan. Yes, let's do it. Do it. Do it. Um, we're here. We go. Vince is like peeing himself over this world's worst like in laughter world's worst lothario which i've said a thousand times on the show angel garza is on the screen i can't believe it he has a rose he's probably looking for nia Jax, but she was already on tonight drew gulak is there so this is where you say lily was again uh yes that's okay. correct okay drew gulak is like hey is that rose for me yuck 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 and gulak's like um you know Garza, and he says what I've been saying for months. He's like, you're supposed to be this ladies' man, but you're really yeah. bad at it. We've and seen one woman interested in him in all the time we've done this. Well, no, and no, that's the thing. No, that's not true, Larry. There's been a few she, women, including Charlie Nijax and a few other people that were interested in him, and including yeah, that yeah, one no, from no, The Bachelor. No, we've seen him actually have that whatever that celebrity was. But he never, he never went on a date, ever. But they were together. I mean, they, they were, were just standing around. That doesn't count. So Gulak is like, we have a match later. And Angel says, how about this? You worry about smelling the roses. Well, you can smell this. And I am going to stick this rose up your butthole. <laughs> what? And Vince is like, I can't wait. Uh. So we'll find out later. In a few minutes, what happens? Backstage, Shelton Benjamin is walking all sad. He says, I was the one that got Cedric in the Hurt Business. But you know what? These young kids come and go all the time. He says, Cedric's probably just going to be another young star that fizzles out, and I'll still be around. And he might be right. 
I say they're both fired soon, but whatever. You yeah, know, they, they weren't. They're not going to fire anybody for like a year unless there's a disciplinary thing. Um, but that's fine. Whatever. We'll see where this goes. Probably nowhere. Main event. Um, Angel Garza versus Artie in the Ring Drew Gulak. Garza wins in less than two minutes. Then Angel, oh my God, he walks over to Drew. He grabs the rose. He says, here, you want to smell this rose? And you think, oh, well, that's all he's going to do, right? That's the end of it. But then the commentators remind us about what he said about the butt thing. Once they say that, realize, oh my God, they're in on it. Triple H or whoever is in their ear about this. This is going to, you got to sell this. Angel shoves the rose down Gulak's shorts, backs up, and kicks the thorns up his butt. That happened. And the commentators are like, ooh, he did a thing. And then they he did what he said. He's, he actually did what he said he was going to do. I thought it was metaphorical. Um, And Vince, do the impression again, Larry. Oh, he's literally and figuratively in his butt. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> this is great crap. We can't say the word here, but it's amazing yeah, feces. Yeah. This is, Dude, this is su- good. Superb stool. <laughs> I, I do, okay, listen. You can believe we, we guess about things. I guarantee that happened. Vince said, this is great. I know. I'm not kidding. I know he said that. Backstage, Riddle scoots around. He talks to the Viking Raiders. He's like, "Are you? do you like the Vikings or the Raiders? And they're like, no, this isn't football. We're the Viking Raiders. And he's like, oh, I'm on drugs, so I don't really understand what you're saying. He finds Randy Orton, and Riddle says, bro, RK bro is still undefeated. And Orton's like, we had one match. And that's the segment. He says, but okay, but then he says, but we'll, okay, we'll have a match later tonight. He's like, oh yeah, all right, thanks. And then Orton tells him to shut up. And not only shut up, lock his mouth and give him the key. Larry thought that he handed Orton drugs, but it was just an invisible key. I looked down and I looked back up and saw Orton take, I was like, did he, did he take a pipe away from him? Probably. Well, he probably did, but that wasn't on screen. (laughs) So guess what they, guess what? Story. To prove that Vince loves it and to pop Vince, they replay Rose up the butt. I don't think Drew Gulak, Gulak has ever gotten a replay on in the history of wrestling. <laughs> but he did here, other than in his match. Um, what was your big break, Dad? Well, I well you see, they put a Rose up my butt and the thorns got stuck me up the butt. And, that's, and he kicked it, those thorns right up my butt. <sighs> Um, Riddle, <laughs> you'll know, you will know if Vince loved this, if, uh, Gulag next week is walking funny. That's, oh my God. You're right. That he's never, he's fun. never right again. He can never sit again. Oh my God. It's happening. Uh, Riddle and Orton versus, I'm going to say he puts up Rose up Akira Tozawa's butt next, next week. Okay. Riddle and Orton versus Elias and Riker. Um, so Adnan says, Byron, Byron's like, he's like a little kid. Are we supposed to say that? I mean, that's the implied thing, but you don't say it. 
Yeah, now Byron can't be as much of no. a kid because he's got covered for dumb. Oh, my God. They start the match, and Graves is making drugs jokes right away. Yeah, he did. So this match was, wait a minute, wait a minute. This match was because Riddle talked to Orton, they just said, and Orton's like, fine, we'll give it a second shot. But wouldn't it really be because Orton got hit by tomatoes? I give up. I don't understand this. Oh, this yeah. this match had two ways to get... No, that's how lazy they are. They don't even know that they did that. Oh my god, Graves is watching New Japan. He calls the Greco-Roman eye poke. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, he said it. Um, the, oh, this week... Okay, last week Riddle really wanted to tag in so he could win the match. This week Orton willingly tags in Riddle for the finish. This is good yeah. because guess what? The two guys in the ring... Riddle and Orton, I can't believe I'm saying this, they actually care about this story. Yeah. Floating bro, is, Riddle and Orton win again. Yeah. And this is it. This is it. This is the thing that I was saying being the show. I think that if there was a live crowd, this would be incredibly over. Of course it would. This is the odd couple. People it's all, amazing. Yes. Yeah. Odd this couple's always good. Right now. Yeah. Odd couple's always good. You don't need to copy and paste it all over the women's division. Like, oh, it's odd couple and we can't get along. That's no good. But when it's once and done like this, this could work. And it's for guys I don't even care about right now. So they're, they must be doing a good job with that. But again, this is the wrestlers that are doing it. This isn't the writing. So anyway. All the, the announcers were teasing uh, the, the RK Bro t-shirt that you were talked about last week, Joe. So they're... Oh, it's all there. I know. I know that's what this is about. Um, Backstage interview with Drew McIntyre. Oh my God, this is the big exclusive interview they promised and it's just standing there with Kayla. And Drew says, oh, Kayla's question is, who do you want to win tonight? And Drew goes, I don't care. That is the interview. And then the second part of the interview is, oh my God, this is, oh my God. Just like Damian Priest stands there and just shakes his head and goes, yes, George, yes, George, yes, George, the tomatoes are rotten. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. I'm just, whatever you say. Drew does the same thing here. He actually effing asks. He's like, why'd you guys, Mason T-Bar, why'd you take off the masks and then keep the names? You took the masks off. You were in the match. You unmask them. He's the actual guy that did it with Braunstrom. He's the guy. It's not like he watched, he didn't see that match. He he literally took the mask off the guy. And now he's asking, why did you take your mask off? Why are you unmasking yourself? Why are you unmasking yourself? Yes! This is pathetic, terrible. I think it's a total of three times tonight, Drew kind of tells us this match doesn't matter. And you know what? How many times tonight did Drew say the words, I don't care? A lot. This match doesn't matter. And it doesn't. He's right. It's not for anything. Okay. So Braun comes in and they argue, I don't care. This is stupid. Sheamus comes out to the ring. It's Sheamus versus Mansoor. I swear to God, Mansoor, again, maybe only I know this, but he hasn't lost a match in two years. He has an over 40 win streak. And you know what the commentator's story is? If Mansoor loses, it's an upset. But really, it shouldn't be, because somehow he's found a way to win. Seamus is bleeding. I didn't see how that happened. I don't care either. Okay, so okay, what's going to happen here? Mansoor, roll up some... 
Dale Gass attacks Sheamus, and it's a DQ, which means Sheamus was attacked, Sheamus wins the match. Monsoor's winning streak is over, unless you don't count anything but pins or submissions. They just buried Monsoor on his debut. I, I mean, what else can be said? But there was a story there. Sheamus... So is overconfident. You tell me in. now the story isn't that Monsoor teams up with Jinder and the uh, Indushare oh, because God, he's mad. Stop, because stop. other than that, I don't know why you would have him lose here. Called somebody up to lose. And I'm sorry I even put that out into the ether, but I did, and it's probably going to happen. Okay. Done. Alexa Bliss on a swing is up next. Alexa's playground. She says, oh my God. Think about, okay, just think about how lazy it is. When we used to do Firefly Funhouse, it was like this big elaborate puppet show, Bray Wyatt's ideas, great creative nonsense. Even when it wasn't the best, it was still fun and entertaining. Even when it was at its stupidest, there was something to like there. Alexa's playground, all it is is a shot of Alexa on a swing She's supposed to be dressed like a like a, a seductive eight-year-old. This is the most disturbing, <laughs> disgusting thing I've seen. This is not good. And not only that, it's lazy because there's nothing to this. They don't even have a lily puppet. It's a doll, and they use that, what's that called, wombo or whatever, Larry, to ah, animate yeah. its mouth into a bite. And I saw you did the same thing with a song, but... I swear to God, this is the least effort they've ever put into anything when it comes to something like creative like this, like a like a monster story or whatever. This is absolute laziness. And she how says, long is "Drug on." We have not found out what she's doing. Mm. She hasn't done anything for no. five weeks. For so. a month, she's been talking about well, things like she hates the women's division and all this, and she's going to get the women. Well, let's find out what's going to happen because she says. First of all, she's playing this creepy little girl character. And then she says she finds Lily in peculiar positions and Lily's getting her hands dirty. That sounds gross, too. I don't want to know what's happening there. But she says Lily has her eye on someone. But I can't tell you who because that's our dirty little secret and we didn't write that part yet. And then Alexa sings the Daisy Daisy Bicycle Built for Two song, but they change the words and it's like, uh, Lily, what did you make me do? End this now. Mm. Please, please. She, I don't want this. What did she say? She said Lily's favorite color is red, right? Yeah. That so so the two times tonight when Lily was in the background was when Sonya When Sonya was wearing her red and the rose. And then, yes, the red rose. Correct. So that was the tie the tie in there. But then of course you have the Eva Marie promo. So it does seem like they're building to something that couldn't have existed until Eva Marie debuted. No, you're you right, were way but, overthinking this. But you are, but if that's know. what ends up happening, then they are they they're terrible. But we already know they're terrible. But yeah. no, I, I agree. I'm I'm completely overthinking it. But I gotta believe that they don't know what they're doing. So then you, I'm trying you to want anticipate. a story. I don't blame you for wanting a story. I do this every time I watch Raw. I want yep. a story, but yep. they've never delivered. Yep. <sighs> Lana and Naomi come out, and Byron calls them Ravishing Glow. And that's gotta be a TikTok thing, right? Because that's not their name, and he probably found it online somewhere, and, oh my god, who the F cares? No one. 
Women's tag title match, Lana and Naomi versus already in the ring champions, Nia and Shayna. The champs are already in the ring and the match gets like a minute and a half. I swear to God, the women's division tonight, these matches were like nothing. They were nothing. What a joke compared to X number of years ago when Becky Lynch was around, when there was some kind of resurgence. This is this is pathetic. And to have Stephanie back there and not saying a word about this, it's what a joke she is. She is just, I, I, anyway, I don't want to get into that. We're, we're, we're back. We're back to the Divas division right now. I th- With Eva Marie are, coming back and the Bells coming back we, this year? Yeah. We got, yeah, we, we got one foot in the water and the other foot is like, it's itching. Itching to, to jump right You're in. Making me drink Dr. Pepper Zero now. That's how desperate I'm getting. No, it's actually good. Um, so this match is stupid. It's garbage. Reginald cheats. Lana taps out to the Kira Fuda clutch and the champs retain. So they keep... Here's the story of this women's tag division. Oh, look. Shayna loses every match that's not for the title. Th- these people get a title shot. These people lose. This this team beats Shayna Baszler. That person and her partner gets a title shot. They lose. <laughs> That's this whole, like, this is such on a copy-paste piece of crap. It's happening on both shows. You know, what would be a good story is if, Sh- if Shayna is intentionally throwing matches against a really weak opponent. I wish. So she never has to defend. That'd be great. Someone good. She keeps defending against Lana and Tamina. Think about that. But there's nobody, <sighs> there's no good team for her to be avoiding, so. I'm nope. And the Riot Squad's already off TV already, so, since the pay-per-view, so. They're, she, they're gone. WrestleMania Saturday was the last time they've been seen, I think. Great. Um, MVP cuts his 10th promo of the night. Oh my God, so much MVP. Lashley hops around. Main event, Lashley against Braun. Okay. All night, those clips of interest. One, two, three match. That's nothing. Who says, okay, what do you call that thing that you put on your plate when you get a steak and you have this like this green stuff on the plate? What's that called? Garnish. Gar- what garnish is it though? Parsley? Parsley, right? Yeah. Adnan Verk. Parsley. It's like the parsley. No one says parsley. Drew comes out so we can go to break. High five. I swear to God. That's the only reason he came out. Lash is like, no, do you want a fist no bump? in kayfabe that he would come out. He just told us the match doesn't He doesn't matter, care, he but doesn't he's here. Care. Why is he here if he doesn't care? He's on commentary, and he says, I... Don't care. Those are his exact words. Graves gets all stuttery and confused at some point. He's being told, this is the weirdest part of the night. He's being told by someone in the back to ask Drew about promo class. What? This is worse than how much does that guy weigh? He won't say it. So Byron goes, hey, I'm supposed to ask you about promo class. What? And Drew McIntyre says, well, once upon a time, Vince McMahon took promo class. Does he mean he had to promo class? Because I don't think Vince was taking that class. I think you took that class. The story's stupid. And this is all because Drew McIntyre has a book coming out. But why are we talking about this on Raw? I I swear to God. What is this? Less want to read. WWE. I don't know who you are. It was so awkward. WWE, I do not know him. 
Yeah. It was like they were throwing him an NXT challenge. Yes. Live on air. In, yes. In the main, in the main exactly event of what Raw. it sounded like. Yep. So Braun gets into it with Drew at the table. Drew gets on the apron for a distraction. The worst spear I've ever seen Lashley do to Braun. It looked like he tickled him and spun over. Lashley pins Braun with that crappy spear. Drew Claymore's him and then Claymore's Braun. So Drew clears the ring and Graves goes, breaking news. Next week is Lashley versus Drew. Copy, paste, high five. And the show goes off the air. Yeah. It was like instead of going to commercial break with the new match coming oh up, they're, they're going to the week-long break to the next show coming up. I can't up. believe it. I guess I can. Of course I can. I swear to God. Listen, there are people online that are like, well, they're trying to be positive and they're like, well, listen, all those, like the younger talent that they got a chance tonight. Listen, I'm glad for that. But I don't want the story about Rose Thorns up your butt. And I don't want a story about Monsoor's 46 wins and then he loses by DQ because a face interferes with the match. None of this makes any sense. You can't convince me that it does. And Vince doesn't need to make stars ever again if he's gotten painted in, in advance. And you can't convince me otherwise, but hey, feel free to, free to try. If you have information that I don't know, that is some kind of secret thing that you know about, that, that disproves that theory, please tell me. Because that theory, that theory is very depressing, Joe. It's so depressing yeah, that it makes me want to go watch New Japan and AEW and TNA more, and I will because that's fine, even though TNA doesn't exist and it's impact, whatever. WWE has has jumped the shark and it took some people say it was it happened in the nineties or whatever or what no. no, it happened in the now what I'm referring to, as Larry helped me out with, the copy paste era. Really is. You can't listen. The first time you said copy paste, whatever. It's been four or five, six months of of obvious. It's longer than that. Paste. It's almost a year. No, but I'm saying this is obvious. We did this on the show. Copy it for the other show. Obvious. Not like you can. No, it is exactly beat for beat. Just and it's and you, not even copy paste. It's the same. Hey, let's let's make three way matches because then we can have. Guy wrestles guy, guy wrestles guy, other guy wrestles guy. That's almost a month build to a pay per view. There we got it. Yep. Easy. Done and done. Yep. High five. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. <sighs> wow. I'm going to read that last email before we go. Um, this email says, I should have opened my emails earlier. That's what it says. It says, um, it's from Slowbro Brazil Jr. I started to read that earlier and I stopped because in case it had to do with Raw. Uh, I'm not ashamed to say this, but I actually kind of miss Larry. Hopefully he continues to recover so we can hear him once again on Smart Wrestling Fan. Wow. And here he is. You did it, slow bro. Yeah. Ha. I'm here at work watching a women's tag title match, which lasted three minutes at best. First off, remember when Lana was really over and then she would put be put through being put through an ounce table weekly? Remember that? When she should have won the tag team championship with Asuka? Yes, I do. Wasted opportunity. Sonya Deville should have returned as a face considering what she went through. The support for her would have been immersed, except WWE doesn't care. Plus, they especially don't care because they have an audience now that they can control with the Thunderdome. So they're not looking forward to going back to live, even though you think they might. You think, oh, that might help ratings. It will help money. And then, no, mm, I don't think they want it. Vince loves this control. Um, so does uh, Beaver Man, whatever his name is backstage. Beaver Man. <laughs> Um, but 
The WWE was so wishy-washy. The heat she gets now comes from her association with Charlotte. Unfortunately, Vince and the High Fivers will continue to do the minimum with their women's women's wrestling while NXT, NXT UK, and AEW continue to improve and push women's wrestling. The more I watch other products, the more frustrated I get seeing anything from the WWE. Wow, he said it great there. That was really good. So, And he says, check out this week's last week's episode of NXT UK to see a good uh, women's match. So, okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What what do you think what do you think the raw title program will be after WrestleMania Backlash? You think it'll just be uh Lashley versus Drew or Lashley versus Braun again? Brand it's gonna be the brand shakeup. It's gotta be. If it's not but here's the okay, so I think it would have to be the shakeup and we get different matches, but you, I usually know I'd say two to eight weeks. I'll give it that range. I've known as I've found out as little and as short notice as two weeks before and but i usually know two months before these brand splits and when they're gonna oh, the the shakeups i'm sorry the drafts when they're gonna happen i have not heard a word so i'm Gotta very be. concerned because we've seen dolphin rude against street profits 152 times somehow yeah. in one year which i don't know how yeah. that's even possible but because of that i worry yeah you're right there's like no new combinations for drew I mean, maybe that's why they're, 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 I, I, you know, that's not even why they're keeping Bray off TV because Bray's a face. So I don't even know, I guess, okay, no, I'm sorry that I'm wrong. I'm thinking Drew's champ, Lashley's champ. So yes, they could be saving, they could make serious Lashley and serious MVP have to go in a like versus the Joker feud against Bray Wyatt. So if that's the plan, then yes, I would keep Bray off of TV until then. Mm. And that's fine, well, uh, because guess what? That's a new match. I'll take that. Is there, but I swear is to God, no other- that's the thing. There's no other than that. I can't think of a human, because Randy Orton's in a comedy thing right now. Drew and Braun are already with Lashley right now. Yes, there is no one else on the show to do this. Oh, but... But, but wait, didn't Randy say that whoever won at Backlash, he would be there to pick the bones? He did, which means as soon as Backlash, you could have, I guess you could have, um, let's say, not that you would, but the Viking Raiders against RK Bro, and then have the Viking Raiders pin Riddle, and then have Randy RKO Riddle, and that's the end of the feud, and then he, he is next. But the problem with that is, he is a heel, and I don't see the title leaving Lashley. Because, okay, let's say it did leave Lashley. Well, you could give it to Drew, but we've seen Drew versus Orton, so I don't think they'd do that. I mean, they they could because they copy-paste everything, but I don't think they would do Mm. that. So we're looking at then it would have to be Braun against Orton, which maybe, maybe that's why that one day they advertised that as a first-time ever match, and then they were like, no, save it. But I'm going to say none of this is real, and the only hope is either a a, uh, shake-up or Bray Wyatt coming back. That's what I think. I could really, I could really go for a spear versus spear program with Edge and Lashley. That sounds really good. Okay, we could do that. Except, where the f did Edge go? I don't know. I'm not sure he's coming back. Neither am I. Neither am I. He might have wrestled his obligated matches. I don't know. So, but you know what's crazy is there's got to be a brand split because Alexa Bliss has to go to another show when Bray comes back. You would think. No, I don't think so. Copy paste. 
I think they she'll just come back together with no nah, she can't No 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 they're not gonna go back together. They've already yeah. retconned it so that he didn't have anything to do with her magic now. Now it's all Lily since she was a little kid. They changed the whole thing. This is so dumb. Yeah, well, they had everything they were doing with Bray. They had nothing to copy and paste it to to another yeah, show. Yeah, there was no other character. I know they should just start. They should just start giving every uh, wrestler their own little small magic twist, like it's Mortal Kombat or something like that. Yep. Everybody, everybody's oh, and then and then Chavo the way, gets eaten by a we, zombie or whatever. We leave because we yeah. didn't do SmackDown. Right. Was. Was Alistair Black in the car? Is his okay. dad the Undertaker? Yeah, his dad's the Undertaker, I guess. And we didn't talk about this. Alistair Black did come back two weeks ago as as far as promos go. He is in the most dumb. It's a combination of David Koresh and the... Oh, my God. What's it called from Harry Potter? What's it called? Not Spike? the... Not the oh no. You'd you only know I if... I could guess if you give me some kind of... Deathly Hollows. The Deathly Hollows. Yeah. The three oh, things. This is... It's basically if you saw Harry Potter and you watched that part with the animation, this is exactly stolen from that. So WWE just did a copy paste from Harry Potter and put David Koresh glasses on. Um, but Joe, but Joe, what he's different. Where's he doing his promos from? Oh, that same dark room. He's still in that what? freaking room. Someone save this man. Oh my god, get out of there! But yeah, if his dad's not the Undertaker, this is. So, yep. The, the, yeah. This when you have a heel world champion on Raw and you have a heel world champion on SmackDown, you have a huge problem if you haven't built any faces. So, they have a huge problem on Raw and they're going to have not as big a problem on SmackDown because there's a few people. We still have Cesaro and we still have a few people, but there's nobody left but but missing Bray Wyatt f- to fight Lashley on Raw. There's absolutely Gotta nobody. Got to be a brand. I know you keep saying brand split, but you mean draft. There's already a brand split. They yeah. could the the other thing they could do is end the freaking brand split. And I know then yeah. we always say, but then the young kids won't get a chance. But you know what? We might get a better product. But then again, in the COVID era yeah. and in the TV deal era, you know what we'd get? Just more copy paste where they're like, well, this match was on Raw, but people didn't see it on SmackDown, yeah. and it's the same Steven, exact Steven. match. So I think that might be worse. So. We we would get Roman on top, and Lashley would go back to hanging out with his sisters. That's what we would get. I think you're right. Lashley's sister's foot. Okay, so we're done here. We're done. I can't take talking about this anymore. So, um, thanks. We really we really start strong with uh, with AEW. We we worked our way down by the end of Raw. I know. Oh, Raw is the most depressing show there is. It's awful. It's more depressing than SmackDown. It's three hours. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. I'm glad Larry's back. Thanks for helping out again, Octopus Mask. I'm glad you hey. you um, did the AEW. Very happy. Sorry everybody had to watch WWE. I always apologize for that, but, you know, what can you do? Um, thank you so much for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. Until next time, bye, everybody.